to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is 28 Days Later. Go ahead and pop in your DVD or blurry. Press play, press pause, and the Fox Searchlight logo goes all white and then clicks to black. The first frame you perceive of all black, which will be sudden, but there it will be, and it will be a frame of all black after frames of all white. Sudden like a zombie outbreak. A zombie. Press pause, and in a second I'll say 3, 2, 1, unpause, at which point I'll press play, you'll press play, and we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except of course with four friends in your head, and those friends this week are myself, as always, Tig Christie, my friend Brian William Fenifter. Greetings. With a muffin, Michael Dorkman Scott. Ahoy. With an iPad and Trey the Amazing Stokes. Cajun mix, maybe. With mixed nuts. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, war wound. 28 days later, I actually missed it in the theaters. I wasn't really paying attention to scary movies at that time, because Sixth Sense had come out a few years prior to that, so I was like kind of noping the fuck out of all the scary movies. <laughs> and um, I, I caught up with it, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago. And um, it's, it's great, and it's a testament to the thing that we were all saying ten years ago, where people were like, what camera should I get? Which one will do the best 24p? It's like, I swear to God, the camera doesn't matter. The audio mix matters, but yes. the camera doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> because this movie was shot largely on an XL1, which is exactly the same camera that I like Return of Pink Five, which I had an XL one. I had an XL. That's the it's a it's a prosumer camcorder, and yet you'll go with it because the audio mix is so great. I like it. I think it's I think it's I think it's really good. With the exception of perhaps the Zack Snyder remake of Dawn of the Dead, I think this is my favorite non comedy zombie movie just to watch. If I was going to be watching one right now, but you haven't seen all of them. But I haven't seen very many. I still recommend Day of the Dead. The yeah, original Romero I really Day like of Day of the Dead. It's really where it's Romero's trilogy really. He, he really brought it home in the third one. Wasn't there one see. called Return of the Dead? Return of the Living Dead is a comedy. Oh, never mind. I do, want to see series da- of those. I do want to see Day of the Dead, though, because you mentioned that a couple times. I want to catch up on that one. Well, anyway. Because and, and, we've seen Dawn of the Dead. We, we did both those. Yeah. So, we did, so, yeah. so then Day of the Dead is the only one. Yeah. It's really, it's really quite, quite good. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Anyway. But, we should have uh, done that one. I recommended it, but no one else had seen it. Oh, yeah. I need to catch up on that. We'll do it next year. Uh, 28 Days Later. You didn't even want to do Poltergeist. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't want to do Poltergeist. You were scared. I didn't know. That was Exorcist. 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 I said we can talk for days about Poltergeist. What kind of a pussy-ass bitch is scared by Poltergeist? Yeah. Anyway. um, 28 Days Later is also the place from which the expression we use going to the mansion comes from. Yeah. So we should probably explain that. Um, The expression going to the mansion is on our glossary, and it basically summarizes thus. When a movie makes a major change in tone or theme or direction... Uh, somewhere near the third act and just kind of becomes a different thing altogether. That's called going to the mansion, and it comes from this movie where it is posited that when you go to the mansion of this movie, you just sort of stop being an awesome horror survival story and start being a comment on the military-industrial complex. That's the statement. That's what going to the mansion means, and it comes from this movie. And we'll get into that more as yeah. the movie goes on. Yeah, because I actually, I actually have, an, I have a thing about that, and we'll get the into one it thing later. that we had to say about this movie we've now blown before we start. Hooray! No, I, I, I think I have about 15 minutes on this, because I, right, I have yeah, a thing well, about let's, it. Let's anyway, Brian, how do you it. feel about uh, 28 Days Later? I only caught this in college at some point in the uh, my own beginnings of, oh, I'm a movie maker. When they made this out? movie. What's the year on this? That's a good question. I don't 2002, know. 2002, I think. Two or three, I think. So I would have caught it, you know, maybe a year or two uh, after it came out uh, and it was very oh yeah these, this guy made a thing on the same kind of cameras we could have and yeah um, so there was there was that aspect to it uh, I like personally I'm a big fan of the upping the 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 magic bean quality to it you know it's it's less it's less oh it's hell is full so the dead are walking the earth yeah, and it's more it's human rabies uh, I'm, I'm just from a storytelling standpoint and a speculative fiction guy I'm more on board with that that's an easier magic bean to swallow much much yeah. easier um, yeah it takes this whole that whole wait how's this work how's this work it yeah how, how does this actually work how it's a magic grain of rice well? yeah um, as opposed to much a, easier to swallow yeah 
Uh, I did see uh, 28 Weeks Later, and which is a, is a decent movie. Um, I don't think it, it's as good as this, but we can get into that. Uh, you've seen 28 Weeks Later, yes. right? Yeah. Um, all in all, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a very good movie. Again, as I feel like I say every week around this time of year, horror movies are not my, my mainstay. <laughs> uh, but this is definitely up there on my list of preferred uh, horror. Cool. Michael? Yeah. Are you all 28 <laughs> Days Later E or are you not? Um, well, th- we're watching my copy of it, so I mean, there's <laughs> something to be said. But we that. watched your copy of Event Horizon, and you hadn't even opened it. That's true. But I did. All- By I the way, sorry, like Trey, one. about Event Horizon. Yeah, because yeah. Trey guys. explicitly said he wanted to be on that, and then <laughs> yeah. we dropped the well, ball. Well, here's the thing: because we're talking about you know, and we get we get crap from this. I'm not to cut Mike off, but he didn't seem to have a lot to say. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just in general, we'll get back to you. Yeah, it's but just the you know, we we solicited requests to like okay it's horror movie month it's october it's halloween you know horror movies and the the forum generated it must have been like 30 or 40 titles yeah. um and i read through that and i was like okay i've seen about six of those <laughs> uh, they're they're all entire franchises that i've never even bothered to to watch at all and of the six is like i could probably talk about four in any kind of cohesive fashion. And only one I cared about. One of which was Event Horizon, and then in my absence, these guys did Event Horizon. So, so I, I got over it. But, okay. but it does, it does Never under- attribute to malice it, what you can attribute exactly, to stupidity. Exactly. <laughs> it does underscore the fact that, you know, like Brian, it's like, you know, wow, there are actually a lot of horror movies that I haven't seen and many I've never even heard of <laughs> that apparently people think should be watched for some reason. Yeah, so, that, so, that are big deals to other people's so we mindsets. Are, we, are, we are sort of handicapped as a group when we say we're going to do scary movies because I don't think Because we're, we're, we're all movie. kind of like, I don't want... <laughs> it's not that I'm like... The Exorcist is the only one I'm like, no, shit, I'm not watching that again. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but anything else, it's just like... We should have done that instead. They're just dumb and unpleasant, you know? It's like I... I, I you know, the, the ones that stand out are ones like this that, that are like, well, that was a horror movie movie that i actually enjoyed but uh, mike what do you think uh, it's good okay. <laughs> was this like a formative experience for you cinematically do you have a point of interest or a, a sidebar or? Uh, i mean similar to the the things you guys were talking about it was interesting to be like wow they made a they made a serious movie a big you know big movie that's coming out in theaters on the xl1 and you know they didn't have to rent their it's own the singularity yeah they didn't have to rent their own theater with their uncle's money like it's a real theater <laughs> yeah, for a movie um or they has, he's a really rich uncle like you don't know yeah, yeah. and uncle's it, fox searchlight yeah, yeah. Of, and, and uncle searchlight <laughs> it does it does help the if it also fits the style of the yeah. film it's it is appropriate to the style of the film um and you know coming in right around the time of Blair Witch. It's not a found footage movie, but you still kind sorry. of. Sorry, you having fun, Brian? <laughs> you, trying to readjust this. I'm sorry. You're still, I'll, I'll mute you. You're All still right. getting the aesthetic um, in in a way, and you, so you get kind of the reality of it and. I mean, we see the we see movies like this all the time now. There's a lot of, especially with Netflix and all of that stuff. There's a lot of direct to DVD stuff and direct to you know video that that direct even to Netflix, yeah, direct to Netflix, yeah. direct to streaming. Well, yeah, that's the thing now. That, you know, that that is a thing. Uh, that that looks that's the, the same dream, as this, man. or even better now. That yeah. a lot of that stuff. Um, but but I can't remember having really seen a movie with that sort of aesthetic that also had this sort of quality. Like, aside from the camera, everything else, the production value and everything is there. And I think, I guess it, it is a formative experience in the sense of, like you said, as much as we still obsess over cameras and stuff like that, and the red and the black magic camera, and, the, and they're all very cool, um, ultimately the camera is is 
almost the least of the equation as long as you can get everything else in front of it working. Yeah, everybody always forgets about the money for the art department. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yes, yeah, so we have this amazing camera for only $1,000 yeah. now, and yeah. that and changes gonna, everything. And we're going to go in the woods. We need yeah, to flip shoot. a bus. We're going to go point yeah. it at a white wall. Can this, okay. can this camera flip a bus? Yeah. 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 So, yay, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to discussing it. I, I I'm wondering. We'll we'll just point out because someone is because it's the internet. We know they're not they're not zombies. You're right. Yeah. They're not uh, they're not That's undead. True. They're not dead. They are infected people, like you say. Human right. rabies. When they call them infected, they don't. This yeah. is a movie about lupus. Yeah. 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 Uh, which there's another movie, uh, the Spanish movie Wreck, which over here was called Quarantine, is also about a, a form of really virulent rabies, and it but it plays out like a zombie movie. So. Yeah. Which is, the, I think, one of the genius things about the movie is like to take take the standard zombie sort of thing, but but take zombies out of it, yeah, and and make it something that's a kind of more interesting and and uh, you know and fun. Drew, are I you think, big on? A I think this may later? have been the first, like you say, the first zombie movie. Even though they're not zombies, this <laughs> yeah. is the first before, fast it's before yeah. Snyder, right? Yeah. There's yeah. only one shot we'll get to it that doesn't work for me in terms of the zombies, and that's a long shot from inside the tunnel when they've been chasing them through the tunnel, and then they stop, and one guy stops in this really like. Really lucid looking, yeah. Renner, yeah, yeah. like yeah. like sprinters fall off. Yeah, just yeah. Sort of, like checks his pulse, like whew, shakes his hands off. Damn, didn't get the car that time. Kind of stop, which yeah. wasn't. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll point him out. We'll give you the t- time code on him in a sort. <laughs> uh, uh, Are you big on Twenty Days Later? I am. I liked it. I I, I remember. I didn't see it in the theater. Uh, I remember hearing like, oh, there's this movie, Twenty Days Later. It's pretty good. Danny, I believe it's the first Danny Boyle movie I have ever seen. It is his uh, big coming out. Here. It's I mean, oh, Trainspotting. Trainspotting, which I you know I have never seen and and from what i know of it i have no interest in seeing it but um, it's better than requiem well, there you go. <laughs> it's, it's okay. not as fair enough d- destructive <laughs> yeah. to your soul yeah requiem. requiem is like yeah one time was enough thank yeah. you very much requiem for a dream we're talking about yeah um yeah thank you very much no one time it's scarred my soul enough <laughs> but uh, so i you know i didn't have any sort of mental picture of danny boyle what he is who he is what he does um that i that i am aware of and uh, so i caught it on video and i was like hey nice you know and it really is look like, at this motherfucker yeah look at this irish coming in stealing our gerbs i i uh, <laughs> yeah i really dug it and uh, you know it's i wasn't i wasn't particularly as bugged by going to the mansion in terms of oh now this movie's just being stupid it did seem to slow down yeah. at the mansion mm-hmm. that it was just my hits a wall that was yeah, my yeah. main complaint but then once it picks up it's like all right and i was okay with the it, brian and i were kind of talking about talking about this on the way over we're talking about in context of walking dead which i think we'll get into too in terms of this and um is is the idea of okay you're surviving a zombie apocalypse what is the goal what 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 is the next step okay we have learned to survive the zombie apocalypse now what and the movie starts to deal with that like well here's one approach <laughs> you know so uh you know that's what the third act is is about and i, I think it's interesting i think that some of the execution was was a little a little off but i i don't i don't i'm not bugged by the fact that they went there um or wanted to try and play with that idea but overall i really like it and uh you know, especially those opening those opening sequences, boy, you everyone's done them, and uh, it, it's it's hard to screw them up. And they they did them really well. The you know wandering through the abandoned apocalyptic city. I mean, you know, yeah. Omega Man did it thirty years ago, and it was great then, and it's great to see it now. Cool. You're at the point where the Fox Searchlight logo stopped Fox Searchlighting. Uh, as we are here, put your finger on the button. Three, two, one, and pause. I read the wiki page, which means that I don't know anything about this movie. Okay. And uh, what the wiki page cited as the reason for the XL1 was simply that it's a faster setup 
than a film camera. I, sure. I, I imagine yeah. that's also that's the he whole was, run and gun thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And, that, they, and that is a really big boon. But I'll bet you it was also a budget thing. I'll bet you they were like, well, okay, it, we could do it. Well, it was a budget thing because when you're blocking off an entire London street, yeah, you have a million. You have a million. want the camera crew to need a six-hour setup to get ready. And that was because that was all London. London only gave them something like 15 minutes. Yeah, they literally would stop traffic like right now. Go. Yeah. At 5:30 in the morning. Yeah. You have enough sunlight to see things. Go. Killian Killian Murphy's job for you know days was you know stand here in your scrubs, hold your plastic bag full of Pepsi, and get ready to walk. Here we go and go. And try to walk without any urgency when you know that there's an entire <laughs> yeah. city of people yeah. around you when wanting you to hear people the fuck honking up. their horns at you. <laughs> that was great. Tactical department, perfect. Killian, uh, skinnier next time. Go. Yeah. Trying to be skinny. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. Yeah. But also, uh oh, we lost, lost our headphones, but we did uh, not lose the actual. We didn't lose the audio. Okay. Yeah, so keep going. And I'll fix still it. Going. I'm dead. Um, yeah. Also, the 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 fact of like you like you say uh, in terms of um, lighting. It you have to you have to light a lot more for film than you do for a digital video camera like this. Um, this one you can just I mean obviously f- as part of production value and as part of getting a good image out of any camera and and getting a cinematic image you do want to light but you can get away with a lot more in a digital format like this than you could with film. Now now digital is becoming. M- more into parody with film and is basically you know you you have to light it about the same but um for for something like the XL1 you can certainly shoot in much lower light conditions than you could with trying to run around with film plus it's just a cooler looking camera i mean the XL1 was a fucking cool looking camera yeah <laughs> i still think it's a cool looking camera yeah. it was cer- it, it certainly um if if you were in the you know DV rebel universe um, shooting with the XL1 certainly made you feel a lot more like a filmmaker than shooting with a handy cam. Did. Plus, all you need is a Girls Gone Wild hat, and people just assume you're on the level. <laughs> yeah. Well, there there is a definite real psychological effect to. Do you know how cheap a hat is, dude. <laughs> that was my high school years. I was in heaven. There's definitely a real psychological effect to what your camera looks like mm-hmm. and getting a yeah. certain level of cooperation from the people around you, whether it's a crew that may not be professional that are just your friends or just the random public. And there's definitely a, a line between, oh, this looks like the thing we would take to Disney World to film our family versus, oh, that looks like an actual camera, a professional camera. And when it looks like a professional camera, people are more cooperative. Of course, the corollary to that is they're also less cooperative because then they're like, what are you doing with that camera here? Do you have a permit? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. And now you have DSLRs. It's like, paid, oh, yeah. I can sneak anywhere with this shit. Yeah, now, now, you've, well, now we've gone to the other extreme where we're trying to make our cameras look less apparent so yeah. that we can yeah. get more so gorilla can, style You're shooting stuff. a feature film for Warner Brothers with an iPhone. Yeah. Oh, what? Nothing. No. Nothing to see here. Moving on. It has iMovie. Our headphones are freaking out. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be bugging. So this... I'll this, keep fiddling with it. This opening is to me probably the most terrifying part of the movie which is great because it really sets, sets it's, it up it's, and- I was going to say it's, it's you know the Danny Boyle guy he's a hell of a director he, he sometimes maybe picks the wrong scripts or, uh, or, or doesn't understand what a third act should be about or, or you know but he's doing whatever he wants but there's no denying he's, he's a great visual storyteller I yeah. mean this is a masterpiece of efficiency to, to get it across you yeah know? it's like it's, it's a beautifully structured thing and just it, it attacks her and she's vomiting up the blood and she's screaming and there's noise and all that stuff and then you see her eyes like that this scene legitimately frightens me yeah um like basically every time i see it i'm it still upsets me a little bit just because <laughs> yeah. of how well it's put together um 
especially especially when we can hear the sound, which I we can't exactly right now. But um, yeah, it's just terrifying. Lots of cutting happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get that get the chimp riled up for two seconds. Like bang, good bongo, good. You know. Speaking of Event Horizon, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is you know that in a way. Certainly, because this wasn't shot on the XL one. The sequence wasn't. All of it, it was, looks, except it the like except it. of it except the, like uh, it. the epilogue. Yeah. The epilogue was not. It's, yeah, it does. It, it, it definitely. See, well, some of the yeah. inserts you, you can really see the grain. Uh, the what was I going to say? Uh, yeah. Something. You mean noise? Say some damn thing. Um, the, the way it's cut. No, the uh, the the you're talking about the uh, the the virus itself. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's this the zombies, as you're saying. This is you know a fairly early case of zombies, which is like I think that's the brilliant concept, and I don't know who you know who originally conceived of that. But the idea of okay, what if they're not zombies? What if it's you know people you know who are perfectly alive and healthy? Like what? Like the, the entire planet is meth addicts, you know, who are just cranked out of their minds. Yeah, know, what if the entire planet control. had mad cow disease? Basically. Exactly, yeah. just like and it was instantaneous. So so it's not like oh you know we can just walk up to him with pitchfork and kind of poke at them and they'll fall over it's like right. no it's a you know it could be a you know it could be a bodybuilder and he's still and the only thing is it there's not even a you know the the it's not clear one way or the other um you're welcome america yeah there you go killian <laughs> one brave emaciated killian murphy yeah killian killian's a brave guy um because even then there was the internet. He goes, "Oh, this is going to be photoshopped like ten thousand mm. times." Going to put my wank on the on the screen. Um, the, you know, the idea of yes, they they are so. The movie kind of justifies it by saying they're so enraged that you know that they that they are not thinking clearly. But they you know they're not dead. They're they're you know they are they have some faculties. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And and so it's like okay, if 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 people were just like trying to you know kill you, then you know. That, that would be bad if yeah. the whole planet was just full of people who were trying to kill you. Um, there was a, and they're not even like zombies. You know, they're not even rotting meat. They're just people yeah. who are pissed. So there, there was a, there was a, a comment thought. on Reddit at some point a while ago about basically somebody with a, a medical background going through the thought experiment of, okay, if you had to create zombies to you know essentially create uh, – 28 Days Later style zombies, what different collection of medical experiences would you need uh, to do this? And he goes through the whole list, okay, to do, you know, to get the decreased, you know, higher order thinking, you would need this, and the rage, you need to get this. But the way... You need a show on TLC. (laughs) The way it ended up working out is something, one of the pieces also gives you a heightened, like, incredibly heightened uh, sexual appetite, just makes you ravenously sexual. So the ultimate point was you can't really create zombies, at least in this sense, without essentially just creating reverse. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, yeah, so this is all the things you would need, That's but then you news. also have to take this other aspect of it. So not only are these zombies going to eat you, they're going to rape you. Yeah, and they're going to... And if you're very lucky, they'll do to it begin in that order. order. Yeah. So, well, there's a... Um, and I've never read it, but I saw uh, someone uh, talking about it. Apparently, there's a there's a comic series called uh, Crossed, I believe it's called. And it's it's a similar kind of a thing. Because just just seeing the... It was on a, a, po- a video podcast, and they were talking about a comic... It was a comic podcast, and they were talking about this thing. And just, just showing clips and just talking about it. I was like, well, there's a comic I never want to read. <laughs> um, because it's apparently... It's like that. It's apparently... It's, again, it's sort of taking the zombie kind of genre genre but it's about a disease that where people aren't even they're not even losing their their ability to reason it just makes them it just removes all inhibitions and everyone becomes just murderous and rapey you know <laughs> if you catch this and, and, and it's called crossed because it manifests itself by this by this cross-shaped 
malformation of a rash on your skin that literally puts a cross on your face if you have the disease. And it's just so they're, everyone, there's still people, but they are just fully functioning reavers who are just, oh, you know, Jesus. if they find you, they will kill you and eat you because that's what they are now doing. And, uh, you know, and you're lucky. Like I said, if you're lucky, if they just eat you. And so apparently there's this whole comic about that where, you know, boy, you think no one's safe on The Walking Dead. Apparently Cross takes that, you know. And again, this is just from the description and some some clips of the pictures of the comic. And I'm like, I just, no, I'm never going to want to read that. But it sounds awesome. But uh, but no. Yeah, good, good job making that and don't ever bring it near me. Yeah. They, they uh, talked in the commentary i listened to the filmmaker commentary here and they said they did consider that they considered making them like, oh really if they get you they're not just gonna like attack and kill and eat you they might they might sodomize you to death but yeah. they were like maybe no maybe yeah. we won't maybe <laughs> we won't do that taking part. a few risks here anyway now yeah. this is an amazing shot we're looking at the big ben yeah. parliament shot you know this is not easy to do to yeah. not just block off traffic but we're gonna put trash all up and down the street and my favorite thing about all these shots is you would think they must be doing some paint-out trickery here, even though it's a while back. They must be. But there's one shot where you can see a dude in the background, and to me, it's just like, holy shit. If <laughs> they left they that really guy did. there, yeah. that yeah. means they only had one guy. <laughs> yeah. It's not like they missed that guy if they were going through and trying to paint people out. Yeah, none of those are effective. Well, not shots. necessarily. They'd, and and this, this, they apparently, like that. this apparently is right outside the... Uh, I, I can't remember what it's called, but uh, basically the UK equivalent of the of the White House. They basically yeah. put this. Oh, oh 16 this Downing Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. The um, Prime Minister's residence. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they did it basically right in front of that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, but so they're so British. They walk up to the door, and knock, knock, knock. Mom, maybe you mind if we tip a bus yeah. over out front? Just take a couple hours. Oh yeah, that's fine. Oh, you, the, you. We're just okay, gonna pop in with a bus. I love, quick, I love, right. train, I love train spotting. It was wonderful. Now, now we should. We, I mentioned The Walking Dead. One of the things. Um, it's, it seems harder to it's, you know, 10 Downing Street they're 10, all saying 10, 10, 10 Downing Street okay. um, what did I say 16 16 we gotta come we, oh we're in the Avenue 10 Downing Street, Street. Oh, yeah. sorry <laughs> 16 Downing Street Six. is a whorehouse uh, <laughs> our, our, our White House is 160 times better than their Prime Minister's <laughs> residence um my question is okay since Avenue. Walking Dead and 28 Days Later start exactly the same way uh-huh. who's ripping off who well mm. the guy waking up in the hospital is a is a long-established trope of Name the one other example. Alien? The guy who woke up in the hospital after a zombie apocalypse. I'm uh, not going to because that would be insulting. Because I don't have to. <laughs> I think that goes I choose saying. not to. Yeah. There are six studies that say. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who Look, woke up and missed the apocalypse. Look, I think we all know the movies I'm talking about, yeah, Trey. I, 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 that, that, that does seem like a trope. The guy who woke it, up and missed the apocalypse or something. That seems like... I don't know where I've seen it, but that does sound familiar. I can't name anything off the top of my head. I'm going to look at TV it. Does, it does. Disneyland. And it, and it does. It does feel like, like there's something like that. But um, Probably The Walking Dead ripping off this. But, they're, so. but they're, yeah, they're so close together in time. Well, when Walking did the comic come out? I think it started in 2004. Oh, yeah. see? There you go. I yeah. could be wrong about that. Fucking The Walking Dead. And admittedly, I mean, and just to talk about cutting act one, genius. As an idea, yeah. as, a, as a way to get the story going, great. And I love that the, the, um, the classic subtitle... That like the 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 ta- the yeah. card you know the title card is actually the title of the movie as well <laughs> yeah. yeah that's cool you know I love that they do that. clever use now what was interesting to me because I've I've actually I don't have a great track record of liking Danny Boyle's movies I liked one twenty seven hours well enough for what it is which is <laughs> which you know how Saw is torture <laughs> like that's, like see, that's re- another requiem. movie that's just another like movie is like I'm fascinated by the story I mean I knew the story before the movie even came out I was like damn that's great. 
I don't want to watch that movie. No one's giving me a see, compelling it's, it's, reason what's why weird I need is, to see that movie. No matter how good it may be. I was I was compelled by the idea of how do you make how do you get ninety minutes out of that and then and now I know and I'm done. <laughs> you think of Saw as torture porn. It's not like 127 hours isn't torture porn. No. It's just highbrow. But I don't have a great track record of liking his movies, and most of them I actually haven't seen. I've seen probably four, um, five. But if you look at his sort of the, 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 the high points in terms of interest of his career, it goes a little, a film that he made before Trainspotting, Trainspotting, uh, another couple of, uh, another couple of films. Then he did The Beach. Yeah. Right. Which right. nobody, nobody liked. Uh, I didn't, you know, the Leo fangirls liked, but it didn't really get. I never a saw lot of, that one. That was it, him. That was Alex Garland as well, I believe. The same screenwriter as this. It could be. I, you might be right, but it was a, it was a large budget movie, and nothing happened with the beach. So his next movie he made for a million pounds, which is this, and now he's slowly irking his way back up to the twenty million range. Like yeah, that'll happen. How much well, was Sunshine? That was pretty. Sunshine was on the order of twenty, and there was Slumdog Millionaire. So yeah, he, he, Some, yeah. Slumdog Millionaire. Now one twenty-seven hours was eighteen, if I recall correctly, from Wikipedia. But what? What? How? That's what it says. It's it's you know a guy in a it's rock. A, it's a, a guy in a rock. rock. How is that? A James Franco cost. Oh, 17? I thought you were going. I thought I was like, yeah. How do you do it so like, cheap? Yeah. It's like, well, Mike, I, I think you can make it for eighteen million. No. After you've made Slumdog Millionaire and won all the Oscars, you can you can go. Yeah. Look, I'm going to need eighteen million for my guy in a rock story. Oh, are you kidding me? Do it again. Cameron oh, asked for three hundred million. Come and on. I didn't know this. Uh, perhaps just because I, I don't pay attention to the the as Will Smith in Men in Black calls them the tab the tab lords. But by the way, they really painted that yeah. on the wall of a church. Uh, talk talk about how British they are. It's, it's, they they it's it, they painted in huge letters. The end is extremely fucking nigh, and they had to tell the church that they were get, like now you'd just track it in or whatever. But they yeah. really painted that in, and the church was just like. Okay, you're gonna, repaint, you're gonna repaint it though, right? We're uh, British. Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. actually believe in God. Yeah. So anyway, so whatever. so this is uh, now. Here's where the you know here's where the movie really kicks into high gear, and you know, and it's a great scene. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's a fantastic scene, and it just introduces like this is not your this is not your dad's zombie movie. Yeah, <laughs> hey, they're moving pretty quick. The thing about the beach, and I I didn't know this, but it was tabloid story stuff back in the day. Um, Ewan McGregor had worked with him in like three movies prior to that. They were kind of buds. Mm-hmm. And apparently they had a massive falling out relating to the beach, which is that the way Ewan tells it, uh, he was all but the guy in the beach. And Danny had been like giving him like call sheets and like times to be there and shit. And it turns out that he was just doing that because he didn't have the heart to like tell him he cast someone else. Well, more, more specifically, the way he says this went down is. He was the fallback in case Leo said no and Leo said yes. Oh, that's rough. And Leo said yes. And for like 10 years, they've had bad blood and they don't talk to each other. And that's sort of, you know, it's hearsay, but that's from interview segments from Ewan. He did say he he thought Slumdog Millionaire was great, but it's more of a principal friend thing. Like, you shouldn't have done that to me, bro. Uh Uh-huh. Which is why now Killian Murphy is in all of his movies. Right. So this is he found a better Ewan. I just love this scene. This when the mm. priest comes out and the amazing performance by that guy. The, yeah. the, 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 that's that's actually the guy, the uh, like the movement coach, the guy who designed the movement of the infected. Nice. So he's, it's, he's it's, showing him how it's done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it well, is so just that's like, a that's a good footprint in the snow aspect. Yeah. Of it. That's like yeah. okay, here's we're gonna, we're gonna do here's the best the one movement. first, yeah. <laughs> and then the rest of it's just gonna be running. But uh, yeah, it's just again, it's you know, as a horror movie goes, I mean, there's there is something. I guess among the the horror tropes, I mean, the horror has all kinds of definitions. I, I don't like what I would call slasher movies. I don't no. like what I call torture porn movies. 
zombie movies that are well done, I I like. I actually, you know, I, I'm familiar with all the Romero films and all those, and I like this film and and so on. I do like zombie movies just because they are ridiculously primally scary. There is something yeah. amazingly primal about, yeah. you know, mom. You know, it's, oh. exactly. You know, it really gets right to the core of your psyche in a way like, oh, it's a thing with tentacles. So, you know, that may or may not be scary, but, but you know. For me, it's zombie movies and body horror movies like Cronenberg's Fly and yeah. uh, well, The Blob to a certain extent. I mean, you can make an argument that a zombie movie is kind of a body horror movie. Cause oh, yeah, like, sure, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, this other thing. Now, that's not to say the other ones don't scare me. Yeah. The Sixth Sense is, for me, what The Exorcist is for Trey. Like, nope, <laughs> never again. I mean, we did it on Diff, but I was peeing the whole time. <laughs> Which is a, you know, an interesting testament to that movie, you know. Poor Shyamalan, it's a shame he died in that car accident right after making yeah. it. But uh, yeah. you know that there's no, there's nothing, you know. Oh look, it's a shot of a guy's wedding ring. <laughs> you know, it's like it's a brilliant, you know, exercise in minimalism as as opposed to you know not one, one not, not one gas station blows up in six cents. No, um, this is like their one pricey thing. It's like, yeah, we're going to blow this, up one gas station. This is like a quarter of their budget blowing up the yeah. gas station. There's a couple of model shots in there too. No, huh? I would doubt it. it. One of those shots was clearly not real. They, Are you they, talking about the wide of it? No, it was. The, it was. The, I think it was the first time an explosion filled the frame. The scaling they, was all wrong. Well, they they blew up a, a petrol station. They, they might have really just not it. gotten the one angle yeah. they they wanted and faked it later, but it, it didn't look like the rest of the shots. I don't know. Yeah. See, this is the thing with zombie movies. You always got to fit. How much of this do you think is is writers? Every, everyone that likes okay let me start this sentence over pop culture enthusiasts of whom many are screenwriters all love thinking about what they do in an apocalypse setting how much do you think zombie movies are just you know pop culture enthusiast writers mary suing themselves through like a larp experiment in their head about how they'd do the zombie thing and how they'd survive oh yeah and what would scare so. them in the, a lot of know? screenwriting is that though yeah that's i guess what, that, yeah that's what castaway is oh, oh yeah. yeah i guess that's true the writer of castaway just sat on the beach for a week and said "Ooh, so what am i gonna do now yeah and he, he and and wilson exists because a, a, ball, a ball washed up and he, he started talking to the ball because he was losing his mind. So you know. when I when I did script coverage for this producer a while ago, one of the scripts I had to read and cover was exactly that in the worst possible way. Was this writer who obvi- apparently who obviously loves zombie movies, and this was just this script was just a complete Mary Sue of his frustration with every other zombie <laughs> character, every other character in a yeah. zombie movie not doing they it do the this? right way. Yeah, it's like they're all—they're always so stupid about it. So, so the main character of this script was literally just this guy who was way too well versed in zombie movies <laughs> and had just been waiting his whole life. And it was like it read like Shaun of the Dead if Shaun of the Dead weren't a comedy. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I was uh, until you say that I'm like that can work. It could work until they're being serious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like Zombieland. Did you guys feel that earthquake just now? No, no. Well, there was a little earthquake. Well, maybe you're just really excited about this. The could movie. be a very special I, I, day. You know, I, you know, I do. You know, I do have special feelings about yeah. Killian Murphy and his lack of pants. Man, someday we're gonna have an earthquake on an episode. That's gonna be amazing. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it'll happen today. It could. Once that day happens, I think we gotta shut Diff down because yeah. like, there's no way you top that. It's like, okay, God, if that? you want us to stop, just give us a sign. <laughs> shake, 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 shake. Uh. Any sign at all. <laughs> Coming up, Pet Cemetery Two. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that the other thing, going back to what we were talking about about the um, the zombie thing, I think, uh, I, I, and and just how how effective that is. I think one of the reasons that opening scene with the priest is so effective is because uh, it, because it's kind of a subversion of certain tropes like even even as 
you know, secularists in movies like this, in movies where there's supernatural events and stuff like that, we just kind of accept as part of the culture, okay, like the church is the safe place. Yeah. That's the, the sanctuary. That's, it's the sanctuary. It's the place that, that is, that is uh, immune to this. The, you know, the place that, that, that is, a, is a barrier against this incursion into our world of evil and stuff like that. And so for that to be the first place he goes and for that to have been so violated <laughs> yeah. completely that, that the, you know, the person, the, the one person that, that you think culturally you're supposed to be able to trust the priest is the first one that he actually experiences but, just completely. Yeah. He, well, then what? I think that's the, the, the core. I think that's the appeal of zombie movies in general, especially, Specifically, this exchange that they just had where they're saying, oh, no, the government's gone. And he's like, what are you talking about? There's always a government. And, and they say, no. Not, it's, it's just, <laughs> Foreshadowing. In yeah. this case, he was but, right. <laughs> but it's, it's that's I, th- I think the, the existential fear that zombie movies exist to, to sate is this fear that we all have in our reptile brains of like, okay, we as a group of higher order primates have built all of these nice little systems to keep us from stabbing and eating each other, <laughs> like governments yeah. and churches and religion yeah. and all of this. And the the existential fear that is underneath several layers of brain for all of us is, what if all of that went away one day? Yeah. And you went to the... Or, and there or wasn't what if an we just collectively decided... Yeah, screw that. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, well, however, it's only it because we be. agreed to do it. Yeah, is, you yeah. know. However, however, it ceases to be. It's like what? What do you do? And could you survive in that situation where you no longer have an army or a police force one, or a priest to keep you safe? The time in my life that I most felt that moment where I was just like, it's, it's, it was a, it was a feeling that I've always wanted to try and encapsulate in something like that. Is years ago, a friend of mine, we went to a shooting range, but it wasn't a regular shooting range. It was literally a place up in the hills that's just designated for shooting, and it's in a valley. It's in a you know ravine between two steep cliffs, and literally, it's just you drive your truck up there, and and you shoot just you find a place and you put your target against the hillside and you shoot and and on a on an average weekend. It sounds like a war zone because people are like 10 feet apart, you know, with their truck and their barbecuing and everything else. And, and, and we're all, you know, target shooting. And it's like I said, the only thing that stops this from being a massacre is that we have collectively agreed to all face that way. Yeah. yeah. That is the one thing that's turning this, you know, that's keeping this from being a bloodbath. It's like, what if we just go, hey, everybody. Fuck y'all! And just you know, let's open fire. Food fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it would just be instantly. It would be a, a slaughter. You know, it would just be suddenly survival of the fittest. It's, the guys next that... to us. The guys next to us were blazing away with an AK on automatic, which I believe is illegal. Yep. But you know, it's like the, the, the rap. You know, and I was like, you know, it's like he just needs to turn ninety degrees, and you're and dead, he's man. killed all of us. Yeah. And we're just like, I sure hope he doesn't do that. Then. And so, yeah. and so in a very literal. <clears throat> very disquieting sense. You, I mean, you are literally trusting those people yeah. that you have no idea who they are yeah. with your life. And that's it. And the thing that happened was that guy, you know, we were watching those guys. They were like bringing, because you bring, it's just this, you know, ravine in the middle of nowhere. People bring like fun stuff to shoot at. And these like guys are like putting, animals yeah, these guys are putting out like a television set. Bram, yay! You know, and they had like a parking sign, like they'd snatched a valet parking sign, you know, in those metal <laughs> stands, and they put that out there, like bang, 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 and they're peppering it full of holes. And I, and you know, we're 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 shooting skeet, we're we're throwing traps, and we're you know shooting the targets with rifles and pistols on you know twenty feet away from those guys. And uh, and I look over, and the guy's like walking toward us, he's got his AK in his hand, and he's walking up on us. And I'm like, here it comes, I hope. here yeah. we go, this is happening, you know. And uh, and he came up, and he came up because uh, he asked, um, because he he he'd actually 
he'd, he'd gone after his his valet parking sign like like it was like you know like he was going hand to hand with it he he peppered it with an ak from like 10 feet away bram and uh, he came over because he'd actually blown back and gotten shrapnel in his arm Jesus. He, he'd got metal in his arm and he's like you guys got a pair of pliers or something like that you know and, and fortunately my friend's wife who was with us was a nurse so she she did triage on him right there in the in the ravine and i was like oh so civilization works that's great you know but but just i there was that moment where i turned and this guy, you know, who looked like a pretty rough guy, walking up, dangling an AK in his hand that I know is capable of full auto, just walking up at us. And I'm like, bleeding out. This could be an interesting day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, that's a good example. But coming for help. But that's a good example. But I have that moment every time I look at the lines on the road. Yeah. I go, I am so psyched. We yeah, all agree on this. That was, that that was the point I was about They're to make. They're fucking like... paint lines. But without these paint lines, it's chaos. You, I mean, you... Whenever you drive on the road with other people, you are literally putting your life, you are trusting those people with your life. And they're all idiots. Right. Well, I, but, and honestly, I and mean, you know yeah. they're idiots. I mean, I mean, ultimately, the point is exactly, and it, it goes to what we're saying it's like, not, not even in the, in the extreme situations like a shooting range or anything like that. It's like, we are so fragile that just being around another human being is <laughs> like, they, most human beings could easily kill each other if they ca- if if one caught another unaware. Yeah. Bare hands. Yeah. You could totally kill somebody fast. You know, <laughs> without any training or anything. Um, There's an and, off switch on your temple. Yeah. Exactly. So, it, or just you know, turn the neck or whatever. And 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 especially if you've got like something sharp, like for like yeah. Like anytime a, you go, go like a pencil. Yeah. Anytime you go to a restaurant, they or hand anything, out candy canes like, at elementary schools. Give me a tongue in five seconds. Yeah, I will make this the most sharp blade that ever. It will have a micron thick yeah. tip. I can turn this thing into a switchblade. So yeah, it's just a matter of like you said. Fortunately, we all agree to behave <laughs> most if, of the time. And if we did not, it would that would be an interesting. And this day. guy's like, "There's no government." Killian's like, "Fucking, I read Lucifer's Hammer. Someone somewhere <laughs> yeah, is governing someone, something." Yeah, we just haven't found them yet. Like, yeah, you don't necessarily want to be a subject of that government, depending on how they're running things. Which right. Is, which is which is know, where they a bit of it, which is a foreshadowing of where the where the movies. Now, go. I had forgotten, and, and of course, I spend all the time introducing that guy just to completely destroy him yeah. instantly. The next scene, which is great. Right. You know, yeah. I, I, I like that. It's like, you know, like he's, he's, he's there to. Yeah. That's a, it's going to pan up in a second, and it it turns. It's like a, a periscope thing. It, if, no, no, it's just it's just not a great uh, a well done comp because it's you about say? to move up. You don't and say. Kind of reveal. <laughs> yeah, wow. They, oh. Anyway, wow. yeah, that was just an error. Beef that a little it was bit. Cool. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Um, the thing that I had forgotten when I was review, re- reviewing this this morning was how fucking brutal. Oh, it's God. about to get with this guy. Yeah. Because no. at first I thought, oh, she's doing the arm. That's yeah. I guess that's that's not cool, but that's the fastest way to solve yeah. it. It's like a snake bite. You know, if you're not going to get in there and suck the snake venom out of my dick, then cut <laughs> off my dick real quick because I don't want it to get into my lungs. All right. Lop it off. Take the arm. But then she just keeps going yeah. like it's Watchmen. Yeah. Okay. And she... Shit. And the way... Uh, again, and we, we talked about it, it's not, uh, you know... You don't have to have a great camera, but you have to have a great sound mix. The way he's screaming as she murders him—that's the—that's the part that's really upsetting. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like scene. the shot of him kicking, out, uh, spitting out his teeth in Fight Club. It's like, yeah. oh, there it was. That's all I needed for this to be really, really awful. It's a good, it's a good stuff. And you know, that is that is why you do a zombie movie. You, for one, you want to do cool, desolate 
apocalypse zones. Uh, and for two, you want to have at least a couple scenes where like your mom becomes a zombie and you have to shoot her. Yeah, yeah. Even you want even you want Shaun of the Dead couldn't pass that up because it's an it's it's a scene that. It doesn't announce itself as being something you wrote just so you can exploit people, but it's such an easy scene to write and then be exploitive. Because, you know, yeah, there's you can make that argument very simply about rape scenes. There's almost no scenario where in a rape... If you look at the sum total of all the rape scenes in movies, 90% of them, you didn't really need that scene there, y'all. There's, there's exceptions to this rule. But for the most part, it's like, I think this is just exploitation. It's the same sort of thing with the killing of the mom thing. It's a, slight, it's a much lesser, you know, intensity so wait, version of that. But, do, do those two zombies like purposefully coordinate their attack to like outflank him because the one so the one charges through the the glass door and then the other one comes in through the skylight at almost the exact same yeah. moment That's, so is there is that it the is idea a, that well it's suggested that they do packing? have they do have a, a you know there's certain faculties they still have yeah. you know that they're, they're that they are you know they they, they, they hunt in packs in a sense yeah. some of them just keep a little bit of their personality like one of the zombies is just playing sudoku <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think Sudoku is a thing at this point. For eternity. Isn't Sudoku like an ancient game? Well, it wasn't in all the newspapers at, yeah. in 2004. Oh. It's an ancient game, but, you know, no one cares. Oh, here we go. Dude. Hide it quickly. Oh, too late. She saw you. Yeah. Too late, man. Now, one of the things that's good about, you know. Oh, look at the eyebrows. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, hey, don't. Well, oh. And you oh. see the arm go off right here. Yeah. Thunk, well, and you're like, okay, I get it. She's taking off the. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, no, hey, lady. No, no. She's just yeah. getting hey, lady. up. And, yeah. and despite. Uh, I, I noticed this, and the, the filmmakers even acknowledged it. Despite the fact that there's such a concern about blood, she yeah, she doesn't even give a fuck. Well, we like, were, it's just spraying everywhere. Exactly, she's we were, hacking away. Brian and I were talking about this, yeah. and you know, we did, this is actually we, we do have some time to fill here and because because there's a lot of things to talk about this versus The Walking Dead again. Sure. Turn how you how you hand not just you know they have the same opening scene, but just what is it about and how do you tell a continuing story and 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 what is the interesting story? It's like well, certainly certainly the outbreak and oh my god you know civilization is over that's that's an interesting story and almost all zombie movies will deal with that it's always fun um walking dead you know and 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 uh we were talking Deals the hell out of we, that we, yeah we were talking on the way over about well okay but then there's a point where either we're going to be surviving the zombie apocalypse or we're not going to be surviving the zombie apocalypse but if we are surviving the zombie apocalypse what then you know, it's like the, the idea of the, the, there needs to be a government. It's like, What's well, the five-year plan? We'll have to get on that, I guess. Yeah. We'll have to start figuring out how we rebuild a civilization that includes the paradigm, the dead walk. You know, and what is, what is uh, uh, Brian and I were talking about, what's the 100 years after movie? What's the movie that takes place 100 years after? Remember the zombie apocalypse? That was messed up. It was weird back when you didn't have to worry about grandma getting up after she died. But now, of course, that's life. So that's what we deal with. Um, you know, what's the, what's the civilization that comes from this if we do successfully? It's, I think it's probably Kansas. Win, yeah. <laughs> it's just Kansas. It's the matter with Kansas. Well, the, the, yeah. well the, what we were talking about, the interesting thing about... <laughs> The Walking Dead, both the book and you know now apparently the the TV show is going in the same direction. Is that it's not strictly uh, <laughs> says everyone who watches The Walking Dead because no one watches it anymore. Well, apparently it's well, like it's, I stopped. It's the biggest show on cable. It, is it really? Yes. Yeah. Because no, well, <laughs> it's selection anyway. bias, I guess. Because everyone's like, uh, wake me up when. Well, it's hit, back. I'm anyway, watching anyway. it and I don't uh, know why. I'll tell you. Well, no, I'll tell you. Have you seen the new sh- new season? I did see the. Holy the, God! Well, no, the, the here's my here's my story on The Walking like that, Dead. Is in, in some in some previous intermission or something. I said I watched the first season. I went meh and 
forgot about it. Um, I liked it. I liked that you know some of the things they were doing, but the the CDC episode was just so okay. It's going to be you know, and then we made up a bunch of science and fake drama, and no one did anything that made any sense. And okay, you're a stupid show. You had promise, but you're stupid. Um, and then I forgot about it. <laughs> pat on the ass, Brutal. go away. Exactly, pat on the ass, go away. Walking Dead, you tried, but you're no good. Um, uh, then, then uh, now the new, now season, I've completely ignored it all season, season two. You know, don't have cable, so you know it wasn't even a, a threat that I might watch it. Uh, and then season three came out, but then suddenly because of season three coming out, season two appeared on Netflix like Woo! last week, and I'm like, yeah, right. Let's see if they, you know. Once they got rid of that Darabont hack, let's see what they did with this show. So that was a joke, by the way. I like Frank Darabont. But um, I started watching it, and it was like, it was engaging enough to keep me going in that Netflix, oh, just click it again kind of way. Like, why not? But then every so often, there'd be like a really like, whoa, okay, that was pretty hardcore. That was really interesting. And I thought, I think the actors are pretty good, and the writing was generally pretty good for a show that, as we know, was dealing with a low budget a lower budget than they wanted. There's, uh, as Io9 described it, it's an entire season of a bottle show yes. where they're at a farm for the entire season, but they were stuck with that. I thought they did a lot of interesting things, and they do have a pretty good zombie blowout in the last episode, and things are pretty interesting. Um, enough to make me go, okay, I'm kind of curious what they do with season three. So yesterday on iTunes, Solo 99, first episode of season three, and I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. And it talks about, we're talking about things like cut act one. We talk about movies where nothing happens. Like if you were like, if you had a clean slate and you didn't have to be slave to the comic or anything, you know, to, to try and draw the comic fans in, start that show at season three, what mm-hmm. they now call season three. That's the first episode of the show. <laughs> and the first two seasons are the prequels. The first two seasons of the show are episode one, you know, because <laughs> it's like, you know, all that stuff that happened before the interesting stuff started to happen. You don't need to know that. That's why we didn't show it to you. Um, it's fine. They were able to make an interesting show out of people at a farmhouse. You know, they did what they did their best. But if you had a clean slate and could start anywhere, Walking Dead should start with season three and just it's the way they kicked it off the first, from the first episode. Yeah. Oh my god, it's amazing. I'll check out. I'll check it out. Check I out agree. season three, and, and they, you don't they, need to see the rest of it. They did a lot of. They did a lot of things where. They they were clearly listening to to the complaints because people were complaining. Oh, they talk too much and they whine too much. The entire opening, yeah. nobody says a word. Yeah, no dialogue. <laughs> and you know, there's not enough. There's not enough zombies and violence. Oh man! But also, so, it, yeah. they were a huge hit last year, so I think they got some budget now. I, oh, think, yeah. I think their budget came. They're in up a to two bit. horses now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so, but but one of the things that bugs me about it, and again, it's just the the practicality of shooting and all that kind of stuff. Is yeah, they 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 kill zombies with pitchforks from two feet away they end up every encounter completely covered with blood you're fine and yet no, no one like hey, didn't get in your mouth did you <laughs> didn't, yeah. like in this movie he even says you get you get a drop in your eye you're done it, you know it's a virus mucous membranes motherfucker what you, you heard of it to be to be fair apparently on walking dead it doesn't work that way before so, we got well, okay but, well, but, then it brings up the, but then it brings up the whole question of how does it work what about being bitten? Yeah. You know, your bloodstream is your bloodstream. Your bloodstream doesn't know how toxins got, got yeah. in, you know. But, um, but this, this uh, again, this movie is interesting because it does, it does say, you know, hey, yeah, mucous membranes, drop, yeah. you know, drop in the eye. That's it. That's the ball game. Before we got off on the Walking Dead thing, there's a really great line that I wanted to just call out because I thought it was really cool. Because it's when, after he gets his arms chopped off and then his body chopped off and then he's not there anymore, Killian is kind of spooked by the lady. And he says, how did you know that he was infected? And after a little bit of him and hawing, she has this great line where she says, I didn't know. I saw it in his face. He knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That was all I needed. Yeah. That's a really cool line. I like that a lot. And Brendan Gleeson is a force of joy in this world he for is me. great. I know him from exactly three things. I'm sure he has many a credit, but I know him from three well, things, and I've like loved him every now. fucking time. Yeah, I think this now. is one of the first times I... Was, I it was an early one yeah. for him, unless you're, unless you're British. You if, know, you, if you like this gentleman... Even if you don't go watch In Bruges, I yeah. like I like that they did a very they do a very quiet thing where, as soon as he takes his mask off and he's like, "Hey, so I'm Frank," and blah blah, blah the the color palette of the whole thing turns very orange and warm. warm. Yeah, um, it's like gr- it's green outside, but it's yeah. orange in here. It's like he's the ghost of Christmas past, present, yeah. present, present. The jolly present, one. yeah, like yeah. Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> and Killian looks kind of like Aaron Paul right now. He does. There's yeah. more than a few times that I thought that rewatching this. Science, bitch! <laughs> and a, uh, Yo, Mr. White! Trivia fact, apparently they shot this scene on September 11th, 2001. Wow. No shit. Yeah. So this must have been after they got all the wides in London. Because there was a quote from, I think it was Danny Boyle, saying, if we had tried to do that on September 12th or later, that would not have happened. We would yeah. not have been able to get those shots. Yeah, yeah. they said that about the sure turning the over case, the bus yeah. in front of 10 Downing yeah. Street as well. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't do Jack for a long, long time. Now, one of the things that... Uh, God, he looks like a skull right there. <laughs> Kelly Murphy with... Keep the beard, man. At least it gives your face something other than... Because there's no flesh on it. The... One of the things that, that certainly The Walking Dead is, is guilty of it, certainly this movie is guilty of it, most movies are guilty of it, and it's purely a logistical thing. But, you know, London has a population of how many million people? Where the hell are they? There either should be corpses six feet deep in the streets, or it should be, you know, the freaking Olympics out there. No. It's like, it's, it's, it's just on a practical sense, you can't make a movie that really shows what happens when 10 million people in a city become zombies. Yeah. You know, you just can't show that. They did, they did address, I mean, if you wanted to spend money on effects and stuff, you totally couldn't. That'd be interesting. You but could. They did address in the, in the commentary, they, were, they said, it kind of makes no sense that the streets should be deserted like this, yeah. Yeah. but it's way creepier. So we decided exactly. to do it this way. And it's way. also with your budget that's what you could do yeah. you know it's like it's just how it is but you know walking dead is the same thing it's like you know they go into the city of atlanta and like oh there's zombies down that street oh you think <laughs> how many millions of people were in atlanta if they're not here anymore where'd they go well which part of atlanta peachtree court or peachtree lane well, or peachtree avenue on the weekends it's there's no zombies there the weekdays <laughs> just don't go near the marriott's yeah hilton area yeah, it's been overrun long ago don't don't pay attention to the news it's amazing how fast you adjust to the picture. I mean, it's not a joke how much it doesn't really matter what the picture looks like as long as the audio looks good. Sounds yep. good. Yep. Oh, <laughs> ten guy. Hi. Uh, the audio looks good. I was actually just thinking about how ugly this movie looks, but well, ob- yeah. obviously they're they're building the look, you know, from that. They they know it looks like so they're they're building on that. Um so they're definitely doing this intentionally, but it, and it works for the material. Yeah, and it, yeah exactly. It works yeah. for the material and the tone and the mood and all of that. But. Thanks, Danny, for not doing it found footage. Oh yeah. yeah, just try to fucking authenticate every camera angle on this shit. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. I yeah, really hate Apollo just, eighteen. It ties, it ties great... into, it, it, it's too restricting, you know, to, yeah. to do found footage. And well, this is a great Depending example of if if you want or if you feel like your movie needs to have this gritty down to earth you know dirty look to it that's fine but you don't you, you don't have to include the found footage magic being into it <laughs> right, for yeah. that look just shoot it that way and then you can put the camera wherever the hell you damn well please yeah, that's 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 it's again it's a, just a matter of of getting people accustomed to that style if you're doing something fairly regularly and it's really you know the the look of this this look 
has been sort of a slow, steady march over the past decade to the point where now people will go to the theater. When people, people like hundred million, hundred hundred million dollars a box office to see Blair Witch, but people were like, "Wow, that movie was really hard to watch, and that was bizarre, and all that." Now it's now it's just you know people go see a movie like that and won't bat an eyelash. You know, looking at VHS on thirty five millimeter now, and it's okay. You know, people, it's become a thing. So if you want to, you know, sneak a little grain into your movie, people aren't going to go. That movie was terrible. It looked like ass. You know, as long as you can, you don't even have to justify it within your story. If the style makes sense. I mean, you wouldn't shoot Harry Potter like this, right. but I think this is fine. Michael Actually, I Mann. found, I found yeah. footage Harry Potter. <laughs> What's that? I found footage Harry Potter. That'd yeah. be interesting. Mm. Yeah. Fuck that. Mm. Interesting concept, Actually, right? what, what, what are, mm-hmm. is there just like daily profits hanging on all the walls and you're looking back through them? Well, no. The well, paintings, oh, there you go. Entirely told in daily profits. There you go. But no, I found footage film but in which you have... And magical elements that you can use to justify certain points of view. Oh, you could do that. They did that in Chronicle. They I, did. I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that it, it's a found footage movie, and at one point, using the superpowers, they're able to do a camera gimmick that they wouldn't have otherwise been yeah. able to do. I, you know, it took me a while to get on board with Chronicle, but I finally, I finally sort of grasped Chronicle is like, it's a la if you go to the theater and, and you say, okay, we're going to do Macbeth, but we're going to do it all in sign language. It's just, it's just like, okay, this is the thing we're doing. And, and I finally, the way I got Chronicle where I'm like, okay, Chronicle's trope is it's all found footage, but no one ever found it. Right. That's, that's, that was, no one right. ever actually edited this, but this is the story as told through every possible video source that saw this happen. But no human in the real world could ever have collated all of this data and made this movie. Right. Well, that's that's. But the it's issue all told as, through the idea, through the visuals. As of, we talked about on Apollo 13, that's the issue that 18, most. 18. Oh, God. I'm so sorry, everybody. Every single time you do that, your heart stops. I, yeah. I lose. <gasps> I lose a year off of my life. Apollo as 18. Yes. Exactly. Apollo 18. Who, 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 where, how'd they get the footage exactly. back if yeah, they yeah. never made it back from the moon? Now, as we talked about, I wasn't there for that one. But, uh, but uh, you know, there is, just like this movie, there was an entirely other different ending that would have made justified that just like this movie had conceivably had like, had an entirely like, different ending he but, had like seven different endings yeah exactly and uh you know, one of them was that the the command module guy made it back and he was suppressed he was he was liquidated uh, i was talking about this, one, this one too yeah. well the, you know the, the the third act of this one if you watch the special features which are going to be on this dvd because that's what i saw it he did he wasn't sure about the whole mansion either he had an entirely different yeah. idea they were they storyboarded it they actually got to the point of like really thinking about a completely different third act that uh, they ultimately what happened in the other third act what kind of stuff? The other third act was they go to it was like a medical facility yeah. where they've been working on a cure. There was one guy still locked in a cell, and they were like, "Who are you? And what's your deal? And and what's this about?" And and they developed it and developed it, but they didn't have a story for that. They were like, "Okay, that's where they go, and that's what happens." That's not a better. Third How does act. it end? What happens right. then? They they just they just sort of were going down that road of this might be interesting, but they didn't actually have a story conclusion to tell. It was just a different place to shoot an ending. So this ending, you know, at least they were These, able to do like zombie overruns the mansion. That's there's your finale. At least it's a finale. Those shots of the girl Hannah, they look. There's some like, weird sky darkening thing going. There's on. some weird sky darkening. They looked, they looked like a like Manos the hands of fate. Like they looked like a really bad seventies. Shots, shots right out of a bad seventies. You know, you look like a bad seventies movie. <laughs> now this, this is one of those little touches I like, where you know, it's like, yes, our escape vehicle is is a taxi. You know, <laughs> in a London taxi. And he turns the meter on as they leave. Yeah, of all of all things to make your escape in a taxi. 
I just wish that they had hung the lantern a little bit more about how it was a bad idea to go into this tunnel before they went into the tunnel. But yeah. Yeah. I just wish like Killian had gone on and on about it for like 25 seconds. <laughs> that said, I'm being a little bitch. It's hysterically funny. He's like, really bad idea. This is a bad idea. Why don't we stop now? Because this is a bad idea. Going into this tunnel. Let's go around. You know, let's not go into the tunnel. Bad idea. Oh, look how bad of an idea this is. <laughs> hey. hey, zombies. Hey, coma dude. Chill Shit, out. someone should have said this was a bad idea before We've we went in We've been doing here. this for, a, for a, a month. Yeah, get your, own, get, get your own car, zombie dude, if you want to. Now, do they ever say specifically how long he was in the coma? No. Uh, Apparently, it's completely unclear. <laughs> well, at least 28 days. I was. I want to troll. Successful troll is successful. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn. <laughs> now, now if you're, if I haven't you're, slept in twenty seven hours. Now, if you're in a, if you're in a, uh, London, I've only had been one extra hour. If you're in a London taxi, I don't think oh, my man. first impulse would be traffic pile up and over. let's drive over that son of a gun. <laughs> it's not a four wheel drive, dude. It's a taxi, and the steering wheel is on the wrong side. Yeah, it's like you can't even, uh, you can't even drive one of those things properly. It's so stupidly designed. Although I can, I'm now having an idea for a really funny Top Gear special. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Let's see how fast they can change this tire. Brendan Gleeson is so cool. So at, so at what point in the Harry Potter franchise was he in? Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah, he was four or five. Well, see, the thing four. is, I totally just, that was a total guess, but I knew. <laughs> that he, was, he would be in there somewhere. But you're right, he is Mad-Eye Moody. You really didn't know that going into that sentence? That was the joke I was making, that every British oh, right. actor ever has been in Harry Potter. Oh. Yeah. He hasn't. Ha ha. He's Irish. <laughs> well, Irish. Kelly Murphy, you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Liam Neeson. They were doing other things. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, you know their agents had call for conversations. It just, Harry Potter just needed Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. That would have been... Perfect. <laughs> Ian McKellen kind of booked up. He's kind of like, oh, come on, really? No. <laughs> he was approached. I can't. He was, yeah, he really? he was approached, oh, for, sure he he was. Was approached for Dumbledore. And he was like, <laughs> are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You really want me in three fantasy franchises? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three. Two playing a wizard yeah. that looks exactly the same. And again, Christopher Lee. He said, well, he's, yeah. But, but Lee's he, in all of them. He turned it down because he was like, that is too much pressure. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I already did Gandalf and I got away with it. I don't want to have Dumbledore on my on my back for yeah. the next 10 years. Now, when you're... How'd they do the rats? Uh, the, the in the rats. wide shots, they were they were digital. Uh, but yeah. in really? not wide shots, they just had, you, you just know... get some rats. Some, some people, Turn some people with rats and went... Go, go, rats, go! Now this kind of stuff is is when a, when a when a project has a low budget. I always because I would I, I have to do it myself a lot of times. You know, you guys do it well. You know, I like to go. Okay, you had no money whatsoever. You had the things you had. How do you we make ha- an amazing scene? We have a taxi. We have a tunnel that we can get for a couple of days. What what do we do? How do we how do we make an eight minute sequence out of that? Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Bay would be like. One taxi? What are you kidding me? <laughs> what, what does, it, do? does it turn into a robot? What am I supposed taxi? to do with a taxi in a tunnel? I, I can, you can't make a movie with that. All right, I can I can cut to the same explosion for thirty seconds yeah. max. But I need fifty taxis, and they need to have. Oh, to here's be, the here's the guy stopping on the left hand yeah. side Woo! of frame. I am tired. Yeah, <laughs> hard day zombieing. So, you know, and I I really admire when someone has come up with a great little bit of business that's extremely simple um and or includes the idea of 
of you know something that seems simple and you go okay well that makes sense and then it just it goes bad and then it just keeps escalating it just becomes this cascading series of bad where things just get worse and worse and worse um i always admire that in a you know in a low budget kind of way i mean i get you know I tried to, if anyone's seen Ark, I didn't have a budget, so I, I made two episodes out of a woman in a room <laughs> with nothing happening, really. <laughs> you know, I tried to make that scary. It seems it's suspenseful. It seems to have worked pretty well. So, so it's, you know, that's that kind of thing. I was like, Walking Dead, the series has done pretty well because they're a TV show. They don't have a huge budget where they, they, you know, you're in a school bus. Uh, okay, you got two exits. They can push this one open and go. Yeah. And scene. So, uh, a, a weird bit of trivia that they mentioned on the commentary here, f- for whatever reason, I guess probably because they thought it was distracting or something. Apparently, they anytime you see the ceiling, if it's tight, they're just trying to avoid like the fluorescent light fixtures up there. Yeah. If it's wide like this, they have digitally removed them Ooh. and just put put. Because everything is lit from the digital light fixtures, and you can see kind of the pools of light coming from them. But when you see the the ceiling like that, they've they've removed them, and it's just tiles all the way across. I don't I don't know why he didn't explain why they did that. Because the power the shouldn't on. be on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Good call. It could still be Trey Stokes. <laughs> Well, if you want to have – this is an easy trick that you can take with you in life and always find fun. Uh, remember this the next time you're in a grocery store. Look at the ceiling. You mm-hmm. don't ever do that. I promise you. Yeah. You think you have. No you never actually looked, looked. No one's ever looked at the ceiling. No one's ever looked at the store. ceiling of the grocery. Just pan up with your head. Mm-hmm. Tilt up with your head. <laughs> it looks like your high school gym ceiling. It's like, what the fuck? This is unfinished. <laughs> this is dirty. They're all screwed up. I noticed that because last time I went to the grocery store, I was blown away by the ceiling. <laughs> it's also possible that everyone else notices things like that, but I don't. <laughs> Alternatively, I'm the only one who notices. Yeah, it's just it's just that I know the truth, man. It's just that punk that punk that tile with holes in it and those big round ventilators and yeah. it's just weird shit up yeah. there. What are they doing up there? You could just dude, no one looks. You could just hang out out there a day. Look at supermarkets people. are just warehouses with pretty shelves. Yes, you know, they paint them white. They overlight them. Yeah. This is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> well, between this and The Walking Dead, yeah, <laughs> we're really covering all the aspects of Tony Eight Days Later. <clears throat> Sorry, Danny. The I th- I think part of what as as we're going to eventually get to the mansion, um, <laughs> we're going to going to the mansion. Yeah, but I think part of what makes that in this, aside from the fact that it's kind of a side, uh, you know, turning at ninety degrees from what the story has been up to that point, this has been a very episodic film. You know, it's it's this happens and then they go over here and this happens. Like you said, it's a series of like little sequences of them trying to survive, and then they once they hit the mansion, that stops, and then they're just in the mansion, and and there's no momentum. They're not really doing a lot of other things. I mean, they try to do stuff like that with oh, you know, we're going to rape all, rape the chicks, so now we're going to go kill you in a pit and stuff like that, and he escapes. And but for some, it, it just feels like a really extended episode. As opposed to, well, that should have maybe been another 10 minutes, and then they go somewhere else for another 10 minutes, you know. Um, it might have worked better that way. Well, I have a thing about that. I was going to hold off until we actually got to that part, though. Um, but I guess we could do it now if you want to. That's um, up to you. He's about to kill a kid with a baseball bat. Yeah, so. which is, that's, that's you know, any, any excuse you have to put that in the yeah. movie, I'm fine. It's, that's how Walking Dead, that was the first kill in Walking Dead, is a zombie kid. Yeah. All, it It is interesting. It's... This is this is one of those movies that if 
if it started on this scene, you know, cutting act one, if yeah. it started on this scene, he, you might almost think he's the bad guy because yeah. he just beats a kid to death with a baseball <laughs> yeah. bat. But you've... But with a little it, bit of context, you can make that seem right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Context little, is king. Yeah, with a little context. And he's... I, not to say that it doesn't come back. I mean, he later discusses it and he's upset about it and very, you know, um, he's... He just he says that to everyone. Well, he basically he's basically looking for absolution from the from the general when they meet up with. That, that's another thing that they uh, pointed out that that I hadn't really noticed in in the film. But boom, they pointed did out. Did the kid say I hate you? The kid did say I hate you. The 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 infected make very they yeah within the <laughs> noises they make. They're huh. they kind of mix in words, and the kids is actually very clear. And they even say on the commentary that's clearer than it probably should have been. <laughs> oh. We probably yeah. should have drawn that one back. That one was a little too clear because we yeah. just wanted a subtle thing as opposed to. It was the, actually like, more clear than when Anakin said it in Sith. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Weirdly enough, right? But uh, Killian has a basically has a series he's looking for father figures in this movie <laughs> and he kind of goes from one to the other his very first thing is i need to find my parents and he goes to the house and they're dead his next thing is they meet up with him and he's totally like okay i'm sticking with these guys and whatnot and then he hesitates when he gets infected because it's like that's his dad now he even calls him dad accidentally at one point and then they get to the mansion and the general's there and being very fatherly and stuff like that so it's very difficult for him to um revolt against that so that's kind of his his Did they just overlay two pieces of stock footage problem. for that shot? <laughs> no, apparently that's that's they they have wind in in England. Yeah, cool. <coughs> they a call it, they call wind trolleys over there. <laughs> I believe they're called atmo brollies <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. They call wrenches spanners. <laughs> they call what do you wind want? biscuits. Yeah, <laughs> they call trucks lorries. What do you want from these people? Now, this one thing you get in England. One thing you get in England that you don't get in America, besides boiled meat, is <laughs> is no one use this mic again because it has my snot on it. <laughs> that's that's been the rule from day one. Jesus, uh, is, is, is I laughed through my nose onto my equipment. <laughs> well, now the mic is infected. It's going to be enraged. Is is. You can't, you know, you 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 drive five miles out of town and you come to like ruins that are a thousand years yeah. old. It's, it's well, that's all of Europe, exactly. Like... But you know, this is happened in, in case in point here is Britain yeah. is is you know it's something we just you know don't have in you know if we find like a you know this this tree was cut down forty years ago. Oh my god, get a picture. Uh, <laughs> is if you want to tell a story, and to me, it's like is where it goes. It's like, well, you know, here's a civilization that thought they were king shit and they've been gone for 2,000 years. Yeah. You know, it's like, you get that, you automatically sort of get that just by going to, you got a, excuse me, anyone got a pile of rocks we can shoot in front of? Oh, God, yeah, we got lumps of it around the back. I think it's Roman, whatever, <laughs> you know. It's an old Roman fortress in my, you know, I plant tomatoes next to it now. You know, that, that, that says so much about civilization and, you know, human existence and everything else. It's just like, yeah, so, you know, people built that. See that? Do that stuff? Yeah. People built it. People built the hell Pretty out of it. Pretty much the yeah. exact same creature, in fact. Yeah. That. yeah. And they're all That's dead. what we did before Twitter, kids. They're all dead and gone, and we don't know their names, and it's over. And, you know. <laughs> so why are we driving around in a taxi? What, what is this about? What is this for? Bitch, please. We hang our coats on trilobite fossils. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Although it does make for good moody walking scenes. Certainly does. Somebody should film a lightsaber fight around one of these. Yeah. <laughs> they have. Yeah. 
That's the, that's the new thing. Like, it used to be they were all in forests. Now they're all somehow magically in ruins that everyone but I have access to, apparently. <laughs> yeah. America's answer to this is everything's in industrial spaces. Yeah. But then the rest of the world has really cool shit. Yeah, our ruins are our manufacturing yeah. industries. <laughs> those, are our, our, those are our ruins. Our ruins are the city of Detroit. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's not cool to have a lightsaber fight in a tortilla factory. I'm just saying. Good. Ruin, ruins <laughs> are cooler. Good. Then Better. we don't have a problem, do yeah. we? <laughs> then, then we're good. Otherwise, it could be an outbreak of the rage virus. Yeah. And fuck me. Who's to say that ruin wasn't a tortilla factory 3,000 years ago? The equivalent of a tortilla factory, yeah. No, literally a tortilla factory. <laughs> Roman tortillas. Three hit three three thousand years. Really big thing. Well, you know the Romans had something probably like a tortilla. They just yeah. didn't call it that. They probably spelled it with X's. You know, but uh... yeah, anything they couldn't make with hard lines was tricky. Yeah, there was no O's. Well, there were. I'm actually a little bit amazed. I, I, I found myself just now, just on a technical aspect, being like, I'm amazed that they were able to get detail in that fire and not just blow it out completely on the. Uh, on this camera, maybe. Well, you can you can work around that if you if you have if it's was it a lock off when they were doing the fire? No, they, well they were painting. No, it was a, but, yeah, mm. dolly shot looked like. That I case, mean, even yeah, right now, I mean that's a lock off, but that you know normally it would turn into a big white blob. So unless it the fire is farther really, back than we think it is, and there's a screen between them, or, or the maybe. fire is really weak, it could be. It's probably just a weak. Or, 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 fire is or this, a they're 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 much more brightly lit than it appears. Yeah. The whole thing's been stopped way down. Movie magic? They've actually got Klieg lights on them. You're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but it's going to look dark when we shoot it. Big giant xenons. I thought this was a nighttime scene. (laughs) It is. It is. It's it's weird, but yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, the the dim ambient light in that room is the sunshine. Yeah, more like what's happening on her face. That's how the fire, you would think it would look. Yeah. But... All right. Well, here's my thing with the third act, okay. and maybe we'll have more to talk about which, this than I imagine. Now we're kind of hoping we'll come. Yeah. Um, it's actually it's not even it's, the third act. It's like the midpoint. It's yeah. about it is really the very next scene. Well, he's much. the dad's got to bite it, and then yeah. Well, that's that's at the roadblocks. That's, I, uh, that's immediately before the mansion. I defined it earlier, but I'd like someone else to define it now. Define what we mean when we say go to the mansion. You de- you defined it pretty well. It's 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 it's, it's the idea. It's essentially the idea of. Uh, you've set up a tone and a mood and a, a certain universe or world for your story. Um, and then towards the end, generally around this Act 2, Act 3 break... It, Something it, else. It, well, it almost feels like the, the, the filmmaker or the storyteller ran out of steam or didn't know how to wrap up what he had set up properly in a... You know, in a strong, in a simple, it simple, just, direct you just way. Basically, so start like, telling a different. Story. We're just going to take a yeah. We're going to take a left turn because sure. I know I know how to end that story. Yeah. So I'm going to take a left turn and and start telling that story as opposed to the one that I started telling. It's a lie. It's like okay, if you pause the movie right now and go, so what do you think? How do you think this wraps up? Very few people would go. Um, I suppose uh, sexual politics. You, yeah, good. Call. I, I wouldn't. Most people wouldn't have seen that coming. That it's about the military industrial complex and sexual politics. But uh, well, here's a thought sure I had. Enough. And I, and I want to discuss it because I think, even assuming I'm probably wrong about it, it will be interesting to use this as a tool for figuring out the distinctions about the difference between uh, a third act that is a twist or a third act that is different and a going to the mansion third act. Because I think I can make an argument for the fact that though this movie literally goes to the mansion, it doesn't go to the mansion. <laughs> Sunshine certainly fucking does. 
Under say, any I, definition, Sunshine goes to the fucking mansion. But I, I would make the opposite argument. Practically, <laughs> to be honest, this well, one. This well, one I haven't made, made the argument. This yeah, is the magic just, wormhole we made. That was just my, that was just my go thesis. Go, go. The movie that goes to the mansion is not the movie that went to the mansion. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a handy. It's a handy phrase. Go on. I, I'm fascinated. If, but we might end up switching it for zombie in a spaceship. I don't know. Yeah. But. I think it's the case that what Danny Boyle's, what he's doing with this movie, the, the point he's making, the theme of this movie, is that it's actually humanity that is the more terrifying monster. That's sort of what I think he's getting at. I think that's what the third act is trying to seal and, and wrap in a bow for you so you can walk out and learn something. Right, but here's the here's but the, first, the problem with it is that that's not what the first two acts appear to be saying. Well, right. the the first, uh, the first the two first acts of District Nine don't seem to be an action movie, you know. And no, the first, but, it, and, but and that's the first, not thematic. No, but the first two well, acts of District Nine uh, set uh, up uh, a character. That's neither a great example because yeah. District Nine District has, Nine sets up a racist character who then learns that he's been yeah. racist against you know other creatures and that were sent should have. But been then they go on a revenge thing for the last thirty minutes. Yeah, that's the payoff of the story of the guy who's a racist. This is, he, is the payoff yeah. of the story I've been watching. No, no, we're not on a path about. Uh, about you know the humanity and and the, the we're the real monsters or anything like that. They're not even wor- seeing other people. They're not having conversations. I agree to with that you, but what I think they're, they're doing here, or I think what his intention was, is to spend a little while saying, "Look how horrifying and scary these zombies are," and then the big really scary climax is it's not even zombies that are the scary thing about this but but you, almost every zombie you know dawn of the dead says the same thing it's like oh yeah the zombies at least because of the quantity it's human it's humans you can't freaking trust they're the ones that'll that'll turn on you at least zombies yeah. you know what you're dealing well, what with. i'm saying is <clears throat> under any set of circumstances where the third act is the culmination of the first two thematically the first two are going to be the intro course it's going to be theme 101 and then it's gonna. The last act is gonna be your doctorate thesis on the theme if the movie's well constructed. And sometimes yeah. that goes more in the way of like a weird twist. Like, I don't want to spoil Fight Club, but suppose there was a massive thing that happens at the Act Two, Act Three break that changes everything you thought you knew about what was going on in the movie and what they were trying to say to you. That's similar to this. It's less mindfucky. It's less of an obvious point, but they're setting you up to think one thing about the world and what they're saying about it, and then they tell you something completely different that's supposed to put the first but, but part in I, context. I don't feel like they're even saying anything about, like, what are you really saying about zombie, you know, here are zombies, they are bad. That's not a theme. That's just the, the, the premise yeah. of, of the thing. It's a situation. It's, and, I, and it's cool. Sure, I get the idea that in a, zombie, in a zombie apocalypse, the real problem is the other people and, and how that goes down. But maybe it's just an issue of, again, it, it, it comes in too late in the story. If, the, if, yeah. the, if it were the people that we've been spending the whole story with and kind of their slow degradation and the slow dissolution of their group and the dynamics of the group and, you know, best friends turning against each other and, and you know, lovers trying to, you know, get ahead by, you know, feeding the, you know, the zombies get in so someone pushes their best friend at them and to try and get away and it's like they both survive and they have to deal with that and, you know, so, sure, great. But to suddenly bring in this entirely external dynamic... In, at the, I mean, we say the third act. It actually happens in the midpoint of this film, as I mentioned, because it's about to happen here. It's, it's got imminent. about another hour. Um, that's that's where the issue comes in, because yeah. then it's like, okay, this is not at all the story we've been t- talking about. Exactly. Okay. And, and, the, and the thing is, is then it, how about this? It, kick ass. I will have to what, consider what, that. In what way? Kick-Ass well, kick spends the first... How about this? Jaws. Well, no. <laughs> let's, just, let's just name movies. Kick-Ass kick spends the first two-thirds of its running time 
telling you the way it feels about what it is and the story it's trying to tell you. And then in the third act, it sheds it and just becomes what it's trying to make a statement about. That, that's a completely false statement if you want, unless you want to put details to it, because yeah. that makes no sense. That, that was well, like a Romney campaign speech you just made. What are, give, me, give me the... It's about a guy who wants to become a hero, but then it turns out to be difficult, but then he chooses to do it because it's difficult because that's what it's for. There, that's one of ten ways to describe what Kick-Ass well, is sure, about. But it's I about could, the process describe... of becoming a superhero and how it's... No, but this... I could describe this I'm with, movie I'm in terms Mike. that make it sound like it, it's perfect, too. I know, but too bad the movie didn't do that, because I'm with Mike. Is the th- You could have gone to the mansion. It's not completely unworkable. It's not like like we talk about Two Magic Beans. It's not like a terrible, terrible, terrible idea would have been at the end. Then aliens come. Yeah. yeah you know, that's, that's a terrible go to the mansion third act. But I'm with Mike that this movie doesn't give you enough warning or enough sort of. It's the call. To here's where, here's where we're, we're headed. Go to the mansion. We heard it on the radio. It's because because the again that's the plot. But then the fact that suddenly after watching you know this 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 these two characters like kill zombies with machetes, we sit we watch them sit in party dresses on couches and talk about getting raped. It's just not the movie we started with, unless the movie gave us hints that that's where it was going or at least gave us a justification. Now the unless one they put the gun on the mantle about, in the first yeah, act. about the only justification they give. And it's a step in the right direction, is Killian saying, there has to be a government, there's always a government. I think, you know, if they could have just a couple more lines of dialogue, a little more, just, we're going to go where there are people in authority. Because they never really quite state that very specifically. They just go, well, let's go to Birmingham, it's probably okay. Let's, you know, there's not, there's not a lot of urgency to their trip. There's not a lot of, we must get to X, you know, but then they're, That's you know, expressly it, their point. That's exactly what they say they're going to do. It's, it, but there's not a lot of urgency to it, and there's not a lot of... You know, if only we can get to where there's authority. It's just, again, it's it's connecting of the dots. I I, I agree with you that sunshine certainly you know, goes does. way goes deeper to a mansion than this movie does. But the point of it is, you know, is that a lot of people were just. It's it's not that you couldn't have had the same exact ending. It's just there's some connective tissue that's missing there, that just lets you know. The movie was always going to be about that. It's about it's about zombies and madness, but it's really about how humans deal with the loss of authority or whatever thematic statement you want to say the mansion sequence is about. You know that someone you know it, and the theme could be the theme could be when times are hard, you have to make hard choices. You know, and you could have you know the guys in the mansion, the soldiers aren't wrong in what they're talking about. You know, he the the you know Doctor Who Junior has a has a. A credible plan that does make a kind of sense. You know, they do. They have that. Um, but it's just that the movie didn't give us any warning that it was going to be about that thematically. Um, yeah, I mean, you can you can almost like I said, and, and maybe this is maybe this is part of it. Maybe they uh, the the filmmakers felt that they were getting this across more clearly than than perhaps they did overall. Um, Killian is looking for father figures. He's, yeah. he's looking for someone to be in charge. See, if I if like, I'd like if I had to write a term paper on this movie, I probably could have come up with that after about a, a night of thinking about right. it. But it's not it's not it's, clear yeah. as that that's if that's a theme. So the the idea of him, if, a, it, if it were clear, the idea of him, like you said, if they were looking for someone in authority, the idea someone has to be in charge of this. Yeah. someone has to, and and the the I, I feel like the way to do it is they have to keep coming across new people and being like. 
you know, it's a, it are almost you, becomes are, like are a children's book. Are you my mother? Yeah. yeah exactly. are, you, are you in charge? Which, are you my yeah. father? To, in give, this to give the movie credit, like you said, you summed it up that it does do that. Yeah. But it doesn't do it in a way that's sort of, uh, okay. You know, it's like, Killian, it's, 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 it's going back to the, the phrase that we've said before. It's like, oh, the, the ending should have the feeling of um, surprising, unex- but, obvious. surprising yeah. but inevi- unexpected but inevitable, yeah. That, yeah. that kind of feeling. And it has half of that. But it doesn't quite have the other half that, oh, yeah. that, that, this, now thinking about it, it feels inevitable. The story is there, but like I said, it's like, it, it wasn't until you articulated it that I would say, oh, I guess, I guess it is kind of about that, right. you know, which is like, it's like, okay, it's about Killian is, seek, you know, he, he's seeking, seeking, looking for an authority figure, um, and all of his authority figures fail him, and so he has to be the authority figure at the end. Okay, yeah. the plot, great, that's great, there's your story. Um, it just doesn't, it, it could one be to the next to the next, you know, draft, it's yeah. like, it, and you can, it's weird, it's weird in this case because you can go through and you can pick you know you can cherry pick uh, 10 times where that is the case it's, you know he literally at one point is the kid in the back of the car going I don't want to go this way I mean you know the whole the whole paradigm is there and yet somehow it didn't seem to read yeah so that this this when it becomes about who's in charge here in the third act you didn't feel like that was where it was going to be and it felt like a cheat you know so it's 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 a weird object lesson in you know, is this a case where they should have been a little more obvious about what their theme the was? Yeah. You know, a little more. Well, I mean, that's the issue. Is about yeah. that's the issue every writer or filmmaker or storyteller is yeah, always wrestling I, with. When am I how being clear versus how vague, obscure. and when am I banging people over the head? Yeah, you know? it didn't feel that way to me though. I, I, I didn't have any of the problems with the connective tissue because the plot of this movie is several people, and we're following Killian, but several people that we're going to start the movie with basically find each other in this circumstance and try to survive. They're just doing their best to survive and move from place to place without dying. Doesn't work so well for many of them, but that's the way these things go. They end up in a group of people and form a plan to go to this place where they know there's a place that they could probably survive better. And then they just try to get there and live. And they get there and they find out, oops, you can't even fucking survive here. It's shit everywhere. Now, I'll grant you that there is a difference between zombies and camouflage, but emotionally this movie feels pretty consistent to me because you're following a group of people who are just trying to survive and just basically crossing off options like nope 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 and then it ends with a heroic moment i would actually kind of there's a there's a movie that came out recently where it's a it's a survival based movie and i'm not going to tell you the the name of it because it is a spoiler what i'm about to say but there's a movie that came out recently that's about a group of people who are one by one getting picked off and indeed it ends with the last one getting picked off and that's sort of what this is. It's the same thing. It's, I think it's making a pretty clear trajectory through all three of its acts that we're just trying to survive however we can in this world right now. This is the best chance we had, and even this one sucks. I think, again, I think if, if that's going to be your movie, then the movie needs to be more an examination of who was right. Who's got the right idea? I agree with that. Who's got the right approach? I'm not saying this is a, you know, a work of genius in terms yeah. of crafting a story, but I agree it's, with you. It's, right like, it's like, you know, should, should one person say, we shouldn't, I don't trust these guys, this is bad. You know, it's like they're already, they're already in the lion's den by that point. It's like, you know, some, if, it, again, these are, you know, this is all Monday morning quarterbacking, but again, this, what the hell happened in the third act of 28 Days Later is a very common thing for people to say. So yeah. for whatever reason, it, it didn't quite connect with a lot of people. Um, it's, you know, it's like if someone had perhaps said, 
no, let's not go where authority is. I mean, I went to a fucking church. That's where everyone went. Yeah. Any place of authority is going to be where all the zombies went. Oh, speaking of a father figure again. <laughs> quite <laughs> literally. See, there you go. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's like someone should say, let's go exactly where, not where that radio broadcast tells us to go, because that's where everyone will have gone. It will be zombie central. We need to go as far away from where that broadcast told us to go as possible. You know, at least so you've got... That's interesting. At least so you've got and different... version on this and Terminator Salvation. Yeah, at least so you've got different points of view so then you can you know it, yeah, I'm, I'm spitballing here it's, it's, it's the, no, but, the, it's cool. the go, go, go. but the you know then you get here you know someone gets to go holy shit you were you were right and i was wrong that uh, this was a bad place to go or also the idea more perhaps more clearly making it making clear what what you were saying we tried this and it didn't work you tried this and we didn't work here was our surest shot and it's still not working. The thing is, up until this point, if, if say, that's what they're trying to go for, it doesn't really feel like a progression of – I mean, obviously it is. But it doesn't feel like a huge progression of we tried this and it didn't work. It's kind of – they're just doing stuff. It's like, okay, we need to – we're going to leave the city and we're going to get some food in an abandoned supermarket and we're going to get some gas at a thing. You know, and they keep kind of coming across the zombies and having to deal with them and whatnot, but – it's not a. It's not a. It, it's, it's you like may need. You may need a sense of. You know, yeah, they, you may need a sense of landmarks in, in terms of the story. It's like, okay, here's the thing we're actively trying. We're going to hold hold up in the supermarket. Nope, overrun with zombies. Okay, we're going to try and get B. together. Plan B. We're going to go do this other thing. There's you know more people around. People have passed through the safe house. It should be safe. Nope, that didn't work. And plan just keep, C. A, a plan C. And then they finally get to here. It is. This is there is a government kind of reforming here. They got guns. They got military training. They, they got, got everything. crew cuts. And then nope, that didn't work either. And that can then you can really like like we said then then we've got the bit where he's like, okay, clearly nobody is capable of handling this for me. I'm going to have to handle this myself, and that's you know that is a str- you're right. That is a stronger third act. It's like it's like we've talked about uh, with Scott Pilgrim. Right? The structure of Scott Pilgrim is, is, yeah. should be. You have to defeat the seven evil exes, which are the seven ways or you know we're saying a relationship could fail. It's like right. okay, this is plan A, this is plan B, this is plan C. This the the plot of this film should be okay. We're going to try plan A of how to survive in this mm. situation, and that doesn't work. Plan B. And it's like you have it. It has to be this, or there should be this overall structure to it. We're actively trying these things, and they're not working. Until ultimately, you find the thing that does work, mm-hmm. or you don't, depending on how much of a downer you want your movie yeah. to be. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, this is a low-budget movie, so it's not like they had a lot of, you know, room to, to have a lot of things happening and have a lot of characters that could come and go. I mean, they, 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 have, they show early on, it's like she was with this one guy, he got infected, killed him, then they picked up these two other people, and that's it. <laughs> you know, that's all the movie yeah. they had was that. So, you know, it's like, well, you can't kill one of those four people before the end of the third act, so, you know, you can... You know, they, they, they got rid of Brendan as soon as they could. As soon as there's another, as soon as there's a fourth human being in this movie, Brendan's gone. He's dead. As soon as there's more than four humans in the, on, on screen again. So would have been interesting if the, uh, the plot is laid out. Basically, all the different ideas we're talking about have virtually the same plot. It's just the story that you're filling it with. But it'd be interesting if the plot was backwards from what it is right now. If after you have, well, you want to have your first 20 minutes where he's in scrubs in an abandoned city because it's fucking badass. But the first thing they find is this commune. And they're like, nope, and try to leave and figure out the next thing and the next thing. It'd just be interesting as a a shift of the dynamic of what's going on here where 
they're starting with yeah, mo- the they're start they're starting with the most rigorous application yeah, the of first authority thing you do is go where the government down. tells you to go to the camp and okay yeah. great now everything's going to be fine fuck no let's, we're out of here now what do we do right yeah. You know? yeah that's interesting i like that it's a it's a much more character based evolution it's a, it's a but, much you know, it's a much cleaner escalation of shit basically <laughs> yeah. it's like there really is no government there is no yeah. safe haven we're going to have to find our own and, and with each failure of each successive point the the situation gets progressively more dire yeah because now yeah. what are yeah. your options? If, exactly, yeah. If, the, yeah. if the government if the government safe haven wasn't safe, then what, then what are you going to do? You yeah. know, what's what's your, what's after that? It's a it's a fairly common zombie trope though. It's been you know, ever since Romero's original Night of the Living Dead. You know, go to the shelter. You know, go to the shelter. Go to the shelter. And then the the parallel voice that says, "Don't go to the shelter." That's where everyone went. That's where the zombies will be. You know, the shelters are actually falling apart and no one is admitting that. They're just telling you that because they don't know what else else to tell you. By the way, what we're discussing is essentially the plot of 28 Weeks Later. Um, Go to the the kind of government quarantine. We're going to make sure that everyone's clean before. Basically, it's at the end of the the outbreak. We're going to make sure that kind of everyone's clean before we just... Let people repopulate, uh, uh, you know, the, the UK and stuff like that. So it's this big kind of the government shelter with all these people there, and someone brings the infection in, uh, and all hell breaks loose. Nice, cool. I like that. That's a cool plot point. I mean, that's that's it's inevitable, really. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just freaking inevitable. It's, we were talking about The Walking Dead earlier. Is The Walking Dead the trope of The Walking Dead is that it's just in the air, so you know it doesn't matter if you're bitten or not. It's you know if you die you're a zombie that's yeah. it which which means there is there can be no safe haven is the is the unsettling idea of that concept is there's no place there's no place you can build a wall and keep the problem out because you're already it you know when grandpa dies of a stroke he's gonna eat, he's gonna try and eat your face five minutes later so you know that's that's like that's a that's a much more apocalyptic like well what the hell do we do then as opposed to you know most most movies will go with the idea like this one of as long as you don't get exposed. You're okay. So it's all about quarantining people, creating, yeah, and you know, building walls, quarantining people, making sure the infection doesn't get inside. It's the idea that's you know in in this kind of a scenario, if you can create that foothold, like these guys are trying to create, like the place at the end of uh, I Am Legend and any other number of examples. If you can create that foothold, then you have a chance to rebuild everything and start over. But the the really interesting twist that Walking Dead puts on it that's really makes it very dark and much more existential than some movies even normally are is the idea that like Trey said you can't have a, a, a safe haven whatsoever you can't ever get that foothold you would need to be able to start over and gain traction that way all uh, you can do is all you can do is, just, is scrape by for as long yeah. as you hold out and, and then and then in the end something will happen certain. to you one way or another yeah. and then you're one of them anyway yeah so anyway but Merry to, Christmas. Bring, to bring the previous thing just into a landing busting cancer 2012 <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I say I don't think this movie goes to the mansion because while it does have a third act thing I don't think it's nearly as terribly off as basing an entire phrase off of how bad this movie's third act was <laughs> makes sense if we could do that for Sunshine I'm fucking there but this one I think it's actually all there it's just an execution it's like execution implementation detail problems for connecting the dots in a better way um, because for for me it mostly makes sense and it's just sort of a transitional thing if, if, if you were on board for the transition or not 
Yeah, I mean, so sunshine. I, you know, I've going to the mansion is a better phrase than a zombie on the spaceship. Now, yeah. uh, well, maybe it's not. That's also evocative. But in well, case, sunshine in the, in the certainly sense, has that. problem. But in the sense, I will grant you the same thing. It's like sunshine's real failure isn't that it happened; it's that it wasn't set up satisfactorily. Because you can even see the setup in yeah. there. That's the, that setup's much clearer than the this attempt. One, is, whether which one's clearer or not, I guess is just a matter of you know what you what Taste, details yeah. you caught when you were watching whichever movie. But but sunshine. You know, the, it, there is an interesting thematic idea in what Sunshine tried to do too. It just isn't brought out. The idea that you know that there that there would be, you know, if someone from the Voluntary Human Extinction Project could actually get on board, mm-hmm. you know, and go, yes, this is la- humanity's last chance, and I'm going to secretly make sure that we blow it. Yeah, you know, that if you could just establish that a little earlier on. Establish the idea that there are people who say, look, it's God's judgment and, you know, it's the will, it's the universe, whatever. It doesn't even have to be a religious thing that, look, restart the sun. Our time is up. That's what this means. It's, it's futile to try and restart the sun. You know, if you could actually get someone on, on board who who bought into that, you know, and could be, you know, the whole idea of he was on the other ship and, and that's why the other ship failed and we accidentally put him on board. It could have all worked. It, that is kind of the story that yeah. they're kind of telling. But the fact that. For me, it's more of a stylistic thing. It's like, well, why is he... Why why is every he time you monster? shoot him, does the camera start vibrating and blowing out? That's this looked a, like Apollo 13 a second ago. Yeah, because yeah. you, you have bad zombie makeup. I mean, you know, yeah. just... It, it, he shouldn't have been He shouldn't have been that fucked up. He should just have been, like, you know, the, the other guy. who was like, hey, <laughs> trying to restart the sun again, huh? Okay. <laughs> I actually got a thing I want to say about that, yeah. which is... Uh, yeah, which is knife. Um, he's basically like future Hugh Jackman from The Fountain, except exactly. he decides... He's like, everyone thing has to die. It's a cycle of life, and the sun has to explode and stuff like that. But then he murders everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and then, then kills happen. everyone. So, so, yeah, again, it's, it's a weird... We're just stylistically is where sunshine goes off the rails, where it's like, what the... And, and it's just, why is it being shot like this it's so annoyingly? I guess, as we said in, the, in that in that commentary, it's like I can't imagine why you would willingly shoot like this unless you just realize your zombie makeup was so awful. Yeah, it's like we can't just put this on screen like that. But it's like you wouldn't shoot twenty minutes of movie with zombie makeup that you go, we can't put this on screen. Well, we'll just keep shooting it, but we'll jiggle the camera a lot when we're in post. It's like, yeah, no. So I, you know, that's no. He meant to do that. He said, you know, that that was the style. That he's, you know, and this is a weird stylistic choice. I actually like Christopher Eccleston in this movie a lot. Uh, I think I even like him as an actor. I didn't like him as Doctor Who, so I have a bias. But I actually like the way he. Jesus! Every time I turn talks. around, there's another Doctor Who. It's like it's like I still think. Yeah, we're making fun of all the people who who are in Harry Potter or whatever. It's like, yeah. so which Doctor who is hasn't he? Been Doctor <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. The next Doctor time. Who that I think of as Doctor Who, I think is three Doctors ago now. <laughs> well, the yeah. guy that everyone likes, the guy who cries in the rain. Oh, that's uh, Tenet. Is that he like, was the one that came after this. It came after this guy, and then Tenet was after that. And aren't there like three doctors since Tenet? No, no. Eccleston was nine, Tenet is ten, now we're on eleven. And that, okay. Which is Matt Smith, and then there will be twelve, and then once that guy's gone, then that's the end, because there will be no more Doctor Who, because yeah. there's only supposed to be twelve doctors. <laughs> and so Doctor Who will stop forever. 
I'm sure. Yeah. Thank God we invented the whatever device. The, the, yeah. Season 13. Yeah. Unless they kind of came up with some kind of bullshit time travel idea or something yeah. like that and trying to make that work in, in Doctor Then Earth. it turns into Quantum Leap. Oh, no. I'm so whatever was talking doctor. about, doctor, are they talking about old episodes that are just getting released in America and they're seeing them for the first time? Uh, the reboot of Doctor Who that started happening in, I think, 2005, just in the last about maybe a year and a half now, two years, uh, got released on Netflix, and people in America didn't really have access to it unless they studied BBC America in the middle of the night. Obviously, all of the old Doctor Who stuff from the 60s into the late 80s, uh, I think, maybe early 90s, was on PBS. Chloe watched it growing up all the time. It, not, but, not a lot. Not regularly on PBS. It was it was on local channel. You know, John, to me, John Partridge is Doctor Who. Um, yeah, Chloe's is Tom Baker. And uh, and But that was, you know, I watched that on Channel 5 when I get home from school in the afternoon. Yeah, then, it was, it was then around. Switch over to, then I switch over to, to Speed Racer. But that kind of... <laughs> but, yeah, but the modern uh, Doctor Who stuff, I don't think anyone in <laughs> America knew like about... In any meaningful way no, until it's Netflix. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. See, Doctor Who is on a par with Speed Racer. The fact that people take it seriously now is kind of creeping me out. But, but um, I laugh because I have things like that where I'm like, I specifically remember the order of TV shows oh, that yeah. I would watch. Oh, yeah. Got to be on yeah. by 3.30 for Doctor was, Who. And then right after for that, For me, it was Ultraman. all about Doug's, but I would put up with some Rugrats. Yeah. To get to Doug. Got your Ultraman. Got Doug your... was first. Then it was Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy, wasn't it? Anime they all X. three came out at the same time. So I mean, I mean, oh, in, 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 the, the, in the programming evening? schedule, in yeah, the, yeah. I th- I thought Rugrats came before Doug. Rugrats is for a younger. I feel younger. like Doug was. I feel like Doug was always first. I feel like I, and I had to sit through Doug. To, yeah, and you feel like this conversation is totally wasted. <laughs> right no, I, I was going to say, I feel like this conversation has gone to the mansion. Yeah, yeah, really. This commentary has gone to the mansion. No, but it was always headed there. That's the point. Yeah. This commentary put property. a zombie on a spaceship. I'm bringing yeah. it back, people. Well, a zombie on a spaceship is is. Close to a second magic, another way of saying second magic being. <laughs> yeah, I think. true. <laughs> Zombie on a spaceship. Although, didn't Doctor Who just do dinosaurs on a spaceship? Yeah, but Doctor Who gets away with it because yeah. he's dreamy. Mm-hmm. And Jason, I, I guess Jason X was literally zombie on a spaceship. <laughs> Let's just do it. That's Let's just exciting. do a movie, just like snakes on a plane. Zombies yeah. on a spaceship. Zombies on a spaceship. Awesome. It, it Go, it's it. Cowboys and aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, well, that's that wasn't anything that should have been fun. That was they missed the point of like, no, guys, this is a silly, stupid idea. It's supposed yeah. to be fun. As long as you set it up in the beginning, then your magic bean is whatever you want it. To. It can yeah. be aliens and zombies if you set it up yeah. at the beginning properly. You yeah, can't, you just you, can't. You, you can't just, just drop can't... your aliens into the third act of your film with no prior warning. Yeah. You have to set it up that way. Yeah, that's the. Exactly. It's yeah. like your your magic bean can include as many pieces as you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It can be a whole yeah. plate of beans as, <laughs> yeah. as long as the magic tastes the same. Yeah. <clears throat> among them. Is there an example of a movie that just started by saying anything goes? We hmm. might do anything in this movie. Hmm. Probably anything that's like a complete farce or something like that. UHF. Okay, fair enough. You know, zany comedy <laughs> yeah, like that. The, sure. That kind of shit. Um Plan, uh, Plan Nine tried to do both. It tried to do zombies. Yeah, and yeah exactly. and it, but they but, were but they were serious about it. Yeah, anything goes. Mars Attacks comes to mind, but that's actually kind of all in the same little realm. It's just yeah. really out there. I can't think of one. I mean, except for you know Wonderland movies. There was, um, there was one uh, a, a spec script. It's that Calvin went out. Ball in movie yeah. form. There was a there was yeah. a spec script that came out a, a while ago that I believe was I, I haven't had a chance to read it. I just heard about it. and I'm like, that's pretty awesome. I believe it was it was just called The Kitchen Sink, and it was a movie where <laughs> nice. like zo- like 
vampires and werewolves team up with aliens to fight the zombie outbreak. It's like everything. Nice. It's just everything you could possibly. Oh no, think no, of no! Just they made going. that. It's coming out. It's called Cloud Out. Cloud Atlas. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm actually oh, looking forward to Cloud Atlas. No, I, I later, saw that. Uh, saw that last year. Sense. Sucker Punch. Yeah, that's true. Sucker, Sucker punch. punch is kind of up there. With yeah, it. there's one. Yeah. Yeah. Anything goes. Sucker, Sucker Punch kind of does it. This is a beautiful forest to get. These uh, lightsabers. Yeah, it really is. Where are the kids with lightsabers? They take people a long way away from the mansion to, yeah. to execute them. You wouldn't think you really need to do that. Everyone kind of knows what's going. Yeah. What's up? There's a guy in the courtyard so. who's a walking corpse who's spewing blood all over the place. He's going to be fastidious about killing people. <laughs> That's true. Maybe switch those things. How about, <laughs> yeah. how about we keep the corpses yeah. in the courtyard rather than like, we keep that guy walk ten miles with a guy <laughs> who knows we're going to execute him and probably will try some shit. <laughs> just take him out to the back where we hang the laundry yeah. and just pop him real did quick. Did the camera there. just yeah. hit killing in the head? Yes, it did. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool shot. Yeah. Well, I like that. Why not just shoot him and then carry the body away? Yeah. yeah. Or that, yeah. Well, dude, if your if your cargo has legs, yeah, get away with it as long Make as you it can. Walk to the killing field. That's a given. But uh... yeah, so, ben, ben folds with a gun, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. Yeah. So Z- zombies ain't shit. We, <laughs> we're we're going to be getting a thing pretty soon where when he when he comes up to when he comes back to the mansion, uh, everything <laughs> he's doing. He's shot the same way that the infected are. The infected are always shot at a really high shutter speed, so you get the the you know the kind of uh, for a a while now um, it was it was being called like the gladiator effect. You know no. the really stuttery the private no, no motion blur and the, right. and the private Ryan yeah the no motion blur effect which. Danny Boyle just adorably fails to comprehend or explain on the commentary. He doesn't really under he he did it on you know he did it on purpose. He was going for that look, but he cannot really explain what the camera is doing to achieve that effect. He's just like, I want that thing, and they got it. And he great. told the DP, and the yeah. DP went, "Yes, Danny." Yeah. Trap Code Shine made their money doing that shit for six years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't even know what you call it. I want that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Make it shiny. But uh, God raise. I, I was. I was talking to someone about putting a project together, and 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 it was going to be a series of still images. And they said, you know, and then and then you 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 Ken Burns, and I was like, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But the thing is, they thought that that was literally a switch in editing software. In some of well, it, it Apple, is. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, that, that is. Ken Burns literally is a thing. That there's yeah. it's a plugin of some kind that literally will just take a picture and kind of. And I I was like. It, it just takes a picture. Let me guess. It just it just kind of floats around and zooms in on it. Yep. Does it do it in any kind of sensible way, or does it just, no, it just like drift it around? Applies it. Does yeah. it face recognize or something like that? But yeah, oh, it's smart. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Then it you would could. have something. But uh, you know, say you know, widen. You know, start with face, widen out. Start with face. You know, yeah. find face. But uh, it just it boggled my mind that they thought that you know the the whole idea of how you sort of you have a still picture and you start wide and you and you press in and you time it all that you know someone thought that, like all of the civil war all 8 hours of the civil war was done by the just Ken's plug-in. Burns plugin yeah. <laughs> that just like floats around like, on pictures that's why he won the, all those awards the one that yeah. kills me is it's a ubiquitous thing now and you know what i'm talking about as soon as i say it well they'll take a picture they have some old archival picture of whatever they're talking about and they'll do the thing where they do kind of a fake 
3D thing with it where they'll snip out the foreground. And, and oh, yeah, that's, that's and uh, it's popular, so ubiquitous yeah. and people just kind of come to expect it. But it's actually a pretty time consuming thing to do yeah. because you have to snip them out and then clone stamp and fill in the entire hole where they were. Because yeah. otherwise, if you did the exact same thing without doing that, you'd have them floating in front of a copy of them in the background. Yeah. It doesn't work. That's basically I, that. That's what I was doing for a long time on 3D conversion. <laughs> basically, that yeah. same thing. But where you have to, you have to just fill in pictures. the background so that even with the overlap, you still see something new behind them that yeah. wasn't actually photographed. Now, yeah, even precisely. now, even with you know, okay, we can quibble about how we got here and stuff. Now that now that the movie has become sort of this. It's like I, I it's like doing it I, well. I like the fact that it got really really dark at this point where you know she's like you know the pragmatist the girl who you know our introduction to her was her killing the guy that she used to be with uh, up dead wang you know not enjoying it but saying well welcome to you know here's how the day is going the fact that that whole that whole very twisted thing about you know okay these guys are gonna you know they're gonna, we're gonna be raped so take these pills why would that do it'll make you not care yeah. I mean <laughs> ouch damn yeah. that's that's uh, that's a survivor there yeah, that's just, a, just take the Valium. Yeah. Just- which which I uh, I was, uh, again, glad to have uh, listened to the commentary because, because they say a lot of people missed it, and I was totally one of them. That's why the girl is behaving the way she does oh, later yeah. in the movie. Oh, I, Because I, she's totally really? taking the pills, and she's like, yeah! Like, yeah. she's totally oh, just... You, you, the, never, you didn't get that? No. I, I got the fact that I thought that was a fun little bit of a dark humor, the fact that, you know, okay, so now it's the finale, and one girl is tripping balls. Yeah. <laughs> which I think is... That's pretty twisted. But anyway, on on um, Killian is basically now shot the same way that the infected are. The infected are always at the high shutter speed thing. So it's like he's because he is also. Hey, no talking about filmmaking on this podcast. <laughs> he is also in a different way being driven by and filled with rage. Right. It's, it's all about rage with him. And, and that, too, could have been and maybe is kind of vaguely tapped at. The whole idea is, OK, we're here to study, you know, the rage and what makes someone rage. It's like but then you can sort of again. Only in a, in a, I'm writing a term paper kind of yeah. a way, not in a I, I got this while I was watching the movie kind of a way. But the whole idea is like, you want to see what makes people enraged? Okay. Yeah. You take them out in the them. woods, you know, rape, rape, their, rape their women and take them out to be executed. I'll show you some rage. Here it comes. And the, you know, the movie is, the movie does sort of suggest that when he's acting like that, the other mutants can't tell the difference they're like oh he's one of us you know leave him alone so it's like the way to the way to hang the way to survive the the rage apocalypse is look as mad as they do (laughs) you have to be as mad as they are and then they'll go oh dude rock on bro (laughs) see you at the meeting tomorrow night yeah Yeah. Uh, because they do because it's yeah they just like other zombies they leave each other alone (laughs) yeah uh it, there's also an, maybe an interesting aspect, or maybe this is reading too much into it, the fact that if you're going back to that quality of, okay, the zombies as a, as a story, they're, they're about you know tearing down all these societal constructs that we build up, and now Killian Murphy's character is on the outside trying to tear down this societal construct that the soldiers have built. Mm. Uh, so... In that, in that kind of sense, he's also a zombie in the sense that he is yeah. out to, to, to tear the system that they've built uh, down. And yet, and yet, he's the hero. He's become yes, the hero yeah, in yeah. this situation. Yeah, and there's and there's thematic. A plus. Yeah, very good. <laughs> on your turn paper. Very good. Well done. Yay. There's. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go get drunk. There's thematic. <laughs> there's thematic. You know, undertones there that can be explored. That again, maybe the movie meant to. Maybe they, maybe they, you know, didn't want to go in that direction particularly. But again, it's the kind of thing that could be, you know, 
it's it, it's it's an interesting thing where again intellectually you can go, but that's what the movie was about. But but you had to like sort of stop and and parse it together. It's like he's the one who's always looking for an authority figure, and now he's the one who's destroying the authority figures. Yeah, right. You know? Okay. The, the you know maybe was that the theme? I don't know. You know, it's like that's that's the thing that I I often find if I'm. If I'm in a disagreement with someone where they really liked a movie and I didn't and we're having this, that will often come up where they'll say something about, no, because, you know, it was about blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, that happened. And I, and I agree that that scene was trying to say that, but the movie as a whole was not all pulling in that same direction. Right. And that's the it's, – it's like everything you said is great and I agree that that's in there and it's a great idea and I would love it if the movie were about that. But I can't agree that the movie is about that because the entire movie is not – telling that, that unified story. It's, it's, it's not a, working to tell that story. It's a matter of agency on the, the filmmaker's part. It's a, yeah. it's a disagreement between, okay, mm, I, I felt like I successfully read the mind of the storyteller there versus yeah. somebody else going, I... Maybe, but I feel like that wasn't communicated clearly. It's like Stephen King's quote of, you know, writing is is telepathy. It's just one way telepathy. Stephen King is telepathically communicating ideas to you in in that metaphor. And so it's it's really the difference, the disagreement between whether you felt that telepathy was successful or not. Yeah, and and but but again and it it may just be, you know, idiosyncratic to me because there are times where I can say even watching the movie, I saw what they were going for in that scene, but it didn't work for me because that was not that was not like the sum total of the movie. That was right. just that scene doing it. So I got that they were doing that in the scene, but if that's what they were trying to do with the movie, then I don't think they succeeded. Like the new Total Recall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to the new Judge Dredd, which I hear good things about. Yes. Now, now, would that be a case, for example, like, uh, you know, Judge Dredd, I think on, on the surface, you go, well, geez, the, the first movie was kind of bogus anyway. Um, and isn't it just like an action movie and the guy never even takes his helmet off? And yet, yep. that can, that apparently, from all accounts, that's actually a credible movie that actually is about things. Yeah, it's awesome. And, point of interest, same screenwriter as this. Really? Uh, yes, Alex Garland wrote oh. Dredd. As well as as well as this movie, obviously some twelve years later, but so maybe <laughs> Didn't he, he got play better. Dorothy in the Wizard but, of Oz, Judy Garland. Oh, sorry, <clears throat> sorry, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> and now there is definitely something here with the fact that the kind of emasculated soldier, the one that's forced to be the girl, <laughs> the cook and wear the pink frilly apron, is the last one. Uh, right? Or no, I guess he's not the last one. Not yet. Not I'm, yet. I'm, but he, awesome. does, he he does end up as the last one. Right? There he goes. <laughs> The one, the one who's running, running and screaming like a girl. Yeah. But yeah, and so soppy dude. cunt. See, some days it'd be nice to be British because you can say cunt and get away with it. <laughs> the Queen says it all the time on like when she's on like talk shows. Have you seen that? <laughs> it's so weird. It's so accepted. The Queen like, oh, oh you cunt. It's I was, just, I was you know, so very proud. I was very very proud. So proud. A whole country of cunts. We, we, we <laughs> Winston Churchill was our greatest cunt. It's a well, cunting good country. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, there's the raptor trick where he comes at him from the side yeah, while he's really. watching the other one. Now, there was an indication, you know, just kind of a Yeah, suggested. so this is, this is the Go scene ahead. where they considered having them violently sodomize him to death. Yeah. And they there decided. Just thought maybe. about it. We'll, we'll backpedal. Yeah. Just cannibalism, <laughs> that's all. The, okay, uh, we'll get one of the sodomy for safety. Nah. <laughs> just one. <laughs> The, I mean, it's sort of suggested in a way, but yeah. they, you know, obviously they didn't show it, God forbid. But um, the 
there was a, there was a little intimation when when he frees the the one in the courtyard where he he blasts the chain loose where the thing looks at him and kind of goes. Huh. Yeah, it's kind of like thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. And takes out that there is well, some sense of you know there is a little cognitive ability there. That uh, there's, there's definitely, especially with with that guy. There's earlier when yeah. he first introduces Killian Murphy to it, and Killian Murphy like kind of hangs out with it alone for a second, <laughs> and the the zombie on the chain is almost like help me with, with a look of like help yeah. me. And as soon as I Kelly have to Murphy, kill these guys, Killian Murphy starts yeah. to move towards it. Then he he goes all ragey. Killian Murphy leaves, and then there's the shot definitely hangs on the the chained up zombie, mm. and he's just standing there. He's like, once he's alone, he's like, oh, um, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Would it have been? I'm I'm just I'm just asking. I'm not necessarily arguing that it is. No. Would it? Have, but would it have been more interesting? If we never clearly saw up until the end that Killian Murphy had not been infected, I you know it's it's. Huh. I would have thought I would I would have found that cheap. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or I wasn't I wasn't entirely cloying. sure when I was watching the movie. I mean, eventually it becomes clear that he's not. Right. Oh, I, I never. It's been a while since I've seen this. I didn't watch it again to refresh, but uh, I don't in the. One or two times I have seen this, I don't remember ever having the impression that he might have been infected. No, well, that's exactly it. You don't get that impression, but you see him... In that him, shot, the guy s- is supposed to think that he is. Yeah, you see okay. him from the perspective of other people, and sp- and especially from Selena. She only sees him, the way he behaves, the way he murders this guy in front of her, just super violently, you know, digging his thumbs into the eyes and stuff like that. And she can't see his face, he's in shadow. And there's the whole thing where she hesitates to kill him. And he steps into the light, and then she sees his eyes, which are blue instead right. of red, and then she knows. Um, so, yeah, we as the okay. audience know he's not. Okay. But the, the characters, yeah. there's a confusion. No on one the, else can tell. Yeah, there's a conf- exactly. The point <laughs> is no one else can tell. Um, and I was just putting it out there whether or not you guys thought it might be interesting if we couldn't have been able to tell either. But um, I, can see, I can see you... I can see it feeling cheap if if you did that to be like ah uh, that's you know they pulled their punch at the end or whatever as opposed to that as opposed to that doing like what we talked about where that is the story of the sequence clearly from the beginning <laughs> yeah for, from yeah. A, a not meta, not metaphorical but from like a more literary standpoint that's yeah. the the overtones of it genius little bit of business here yeah room mirror scene yeah <laughs> there you go. And and I do like the tension of, is he approaching because he he knows she's there, or is it like he's like a cat and he's yeah. just fascinated it's by like, his own oh, reflection? Dude, that dude's messed up. <laughs> Get out of here! It's just, this is my room. <laughs> <laughs> you should have batted at it like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you are the worst guy, <laughs> dude. You look like hell. Killian is a skinny mofo yeah, in this movie. He is. I love how, yeah, and and he totally had no problem moving that couch that must weigh like five pounds, and then it stops the door from these <laughs> yeah. guys getting in. Hey, no it's, got, it's got cushions on it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there's any? Well, it's no, basically okay. just a slap fight. When yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, it's just they're not good at fighting. Yeah, I guess the other guy. I was gonna say, you think there's any? Uh, deeper meaning to the fact that the one soldier the one black soldier is the guy that's turned zombified but there is another black soldier <laughs> there's two yeah. black soldiers yeah. so it's equal it's, it's you know it's totally cool black guy gets zombied first yeah. although he actually doesn't I well the the guy that's on the chain yeah but yeah. That's, that's what I meant yeah, yeah, yeah. first guy of course is zombie. now again I 
But there, the but trope the, of the, the black guy, guy dies first makes no sense to me because the trope is clearly the black, black guy dies last. But um, how it became, why, why it's been twisted and the black guy dies first is ridiculous. But and, and, now all the black guys are dead, so the movie can continue. <laughs> <laughs> it is British after all. <laughs> it's still got a black girl, so it's totally, totally cool. When they when they first arrive at the. Uh, and the the way he's moving right now is very reminiscent of the little kid who attacked him as well. It's true. down and running forward. No shirt. Mm. Yeah. Um, the uh, at, as a as a piece of trivia, when they first drive into the um, this compound and the t- you know the people are opening the gates for them, um, there's a there's a white soldier and a black soldier, and the black soldier who opens the gate for them is also the the guy who plays the infected soldier because they uh, they had some problems uh, like the schedule and they had to recast so they were like you're already here you're gonna be this <laughs> the infected soldier oh thumbs oh, in yeah. the eyes stop yeah, yeah. Really. and and this being a low budget movie it's like that guy on the floor is just you know he's he's been a trooper and just kind of taking it i'm gonna make it look like i'm pushing my okay does this hurt yet okay yeah. Yeah, keep going yes yes <laughs> yes, yes. Oh. please roll now see she's she's being you know this just the way this is staged is just a problem. It's like we she she took her last friend down without hesitation. Well, but that's the, that's the story of her that's her, her character. Oh, she's, okay, she's fair enough. Yeah. Fair decided enough. that she she loves him and she couldn't quite bring herself to really do it. But, but in the heat <laughs> of the moment, true love conquers all and yeah. Yeah. kills Indy, us all. Indy, I love you. But even but even in the heat of the moment, if he had any presence of mind, we go, hey, listen, it's me. It's cool. It's right. cool. Yeah. I don't want to like be in any kind of like decision making bind right yeah. here. I am not one of them. Look, how like, do I know it's really like, you? You're a bitch. Grand entrances for the love of your life. That, that's yeah, all very exactly. well and romantic. My advice is to refrain from those when the love of your life has yeah, a machete I, in her hands. Yeah, just go ahead and be clear. Yeah, be straight up with her. We can not a, not a, not infected. I, I can I I can see him. I can see him being. Do- <laughs> yeah, she didn't get the memo. <laughs> Sorry. I lo- also, I am tripping balls right now. I love Sorry. the, uh, I love the, uh, that, that, that's almost the, you know, the, the little kid walks in on his yeah. parents having yeah. sex and thinks daddy's hurting mommy. That's basically what that scene just <laughs> yeah. was. Like the, the ultimate version of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, I can, I can almost see where, where, you know, Killian's coming from and being like, he sees her with the machete. He's standing there and he's kind of curious. He's like, is she going to do it? <laughs> is she, why is she, if she thinks I'm infected, is she going to do it or not? Doctor Who is a dick. <laughs> he, he was a dick been. on the show, too. Although he has a really cute grin. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you have a crush on him. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's you hard wanna, not to have a crush on all the doctors. You want to pull on his pigtails. I do. <laughs> if I want to pull on anyone's pigtails, it's David Tennant, and David Tennant knows that. He gets my tweets. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotten the letters, yeah. <laughs> Every week. I have two letters from his attorneys telling me that he got them. (laughs) (laughs) Please stop sending them. Wow, dude. (laughs) So we're basically married. Because married people get those kind of restraining yeah. orders all the time. <laughs> so this is where, you know, again, if you, if you look at the special features of this, you listen to the documentary, it's like this is where they really were like, okay, we really don't know which ending of the dozen we have in mind to do. It's like, because this went on for quite a while. There was a version where Killian died. Yeah. There was a version uh, where just the girls survived. Um, you know, here they were like, um, how they got it? Just freeze it. Freeze it. Cut to 28 days later. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And then what happens? Fuck. Um, is he alive? Is he dead? Um, shoot it both ways. Yeah, I'm. I'm guessing this part actually wasn't didn't 
they didn't wait 28 days to get to this point. No, this is well, it's because they're flipping back and yeah. forth here. Just, but uh, but yeah, there was a version where the other version, and I think there was a cut of it on the DVD, is is they take him to the hospital and he dies in the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they have to leave him. You know, and then so you're left with the image of two girls in tattered party dresses with automatic weapons walking out into the sunshine. That's the, that's sort of how that movie ended. Which is um, which is very much a you know that's a that's that's the save the cat version of this because yes. there's the o- opening and closing yeah, image he, of he him finally, in the hospital. He finally bed, died in the know? hospital bed, so. and there's a certain similarity, there. but it doesn't really like give you a lot to to be cheerful yeah. about on the way out. Yeah. So, so instead yeah. we get the symmetry of him awakening. Awakening again 28 days again, later. 28 so. days later. Now presumably he hasn't been unconscious for another 28 days. It's just he's been recuperating for 28 no. days. Hey, you didn't know his habits, man. He's a heavy sleeper. He's a heavy... He tends, he tends to binge. He tends to, binge, tends to stay awake for quite a while. And then about 28 days he's out. Yeah. And then... Uh, but then... But... but a, a lot of these alternate endings are essentially present. By the way, this ending, uh, they pointed out, th- this ending is shot on 35 millimeter film yeah and you can tell but uh even that yeah even like the rack focus God, look at like, that guy that? Yeah. yeah they you know they you want to talk killing hard for that guy yeah you see people like that in, in they do it on the walking dead too it's like they cast you know the casting notice literally must say you know that you have to be so skinny, skinny it doesn't even make sense yeah you have to be frighteningly Emaciated. Um, just like they cast for amputees, and they or cast for like victims. they cast for they cast for fat people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need to be grotesquely morbidly obese. Oh, I can't That's wait to me. show up. That's me. I'll be there as fast as I can. I was thought, and I'm sure I said <laughs> which is it. slow because I'm <laughs> yeah. fat. Yeah. I'm sure I said it on the Harry Potter commentary. I'm like, how do you, how do you go to the audition for? Horrible fat person, yeah. uncle. Like, how yeah. do you, or the horrible fat cousin. Like, how, how do you, you, you need so much confidence. I could never go out for those auditions, even if I were. <laughs> like, hey, I would just be so sad that those were the parts. Or I was you, going or you be, uh, you know, Neville Longbottom, whoever that, yeah. you know, that that kid. And you're actually just really hot. And you yeah. just have a you just grew up, and, yeah. yeah, and wear fake teeth. Actually, the the. Getting to way off the thing, but the the kid who played Dudley, like after the second second or third movie, he did the same thing. Yeah. He was like, you know what, I'm done being fat. They're like, okay, but <laughs> you still gotta you still gotta look fat on the movie. So there's we're still gonna do a thing. It's like okay. So this this is suggesting, and one of the many ways that they were trying to figure out how to end the movie suggests that the. That shot of the the two by, by an instant shot of two guys looking at a jet supposedly it seems to me they're trying to suggest that eventually the you know the infected will run their course yeah. and will just collapse because they don't remember to eat or take care of themselves and they'll just kind of shrivel up and die eventually. So the idea is now it's been four more weeks and things are gonna be okay. I guess. Yeah, it's taking rather a long time to tell this story of things are gonna be okay. Yeah. It's rather long. That's rather. We just might make it after all. That, that, Throw your hat in the air. Hit the jet. That ending is is constructed from the uh, several of the alternate endings because, like you say, there's this bit where he dies in the hospital, and that became cut down to like three or four Him quick flash shots of of her, you know, pulling the syringe and slamming down oh, the CPR oh, and stuff like that. And if you watch the alternate endings, a lot of those shots of them rolling yeah. out the O and stuff it's, like that, they just, did that without it's him. It's just the girls. Yeah. yeah. So so it's it's the exact same shots, but with shots of him added, basically, <laughs> yeah. in this version. So it's... It, it, and that... And that could have been a workable version because again yeah. th- that story is like 
I mean, it, it would have been nice if it was even sharper about Killian learned a lesson, but then died in the, in the learning thereof, which is a valid way to do it. Um, doesn't exactly send people out of the theater humming, humming a, a happy tune. But, but, you know, then it really would have been a story of, yeah, bad shit went down and a lot of people died, but now it's over. I mean, right. it really was, is just a story of who survived that. Well, those two did. But thanks to the courageous Irishman who... who Right, and that, but sacrificed that, but himself. This movie but you is just to, the result of what happens if Jenny McCarthy convinces everyone that yeah, you would, you would need to make it <laughs> Jenny McCarthy's twenty eight days later to to work that you would need to make it much clearer. I think the idea of he's looking for someone to take care of him the whole time, yeah. and then he decides he has to take care <laughs> the of heroine's journey. The other do the yeah. heroine's journey with him, which would have been a good way to go. Anyway. Um, you know, I'm not actually that huge on 28 Days Later, but it's it's fun. <laughs> now you realize. Talked him out of it. No, I wasn't at any of it beforehand. I was just, I was having a. I said we should do Poltergeist. Having a conceptual <laughs> conversation about uh, going, goings and mansions. But um, it's an, it's an impressive movie. I, I'm, you want to give them like a little pinch on the cheek because you think it was made by nobodies with no, because you're looking at this you know, kind of crappy footage. But it's a real movie. They just shot it on a shit camera. Like, it's not like they didn't have the same crew. They, yeah. you know, it's you, it's almost, it's giving you a false sense of adorable. It's like, you know. <laughs> That's true. I will agree with that, actually. Because, yeah, it, with a lot of movies like this, and I remember specifically with this one, as I mentioned in the intro, it was like, oh, yeah, this movie was shot on a, it's the, the statement is always, yeah, this movie was shot on a, you know, prosumer, X, whatever. XL1. The, XL1, but whatever whatever the specific camera it is, is like, it was shot on a camera that any anybody could buy. And it's like, that's that's always the statements, but the larger implication of that statement is always, just like you, just, you know, it was made by schlubs like you, mm-hmm. not pro, not professional filmmakers. And you go, oh, wow, I got to check this out. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just an actual movie. Yeah. Look how the credits are still continuing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The credits of every movie we've collectively ever made isn't as long as the credits that we're watching yeah. right now. Yes. And, that's, and I cheated on one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> that's the difference between... I just started putting in the phone book until someone noticed. Yeah. That's, that's what the budget gets you, is more people to tip over trucks in the streets and things like, like that. Like Bri- we said earlier, an art department. Brian, summarize your opinion of 28 Days Later. That's good. Well summarized. <laughs> yeah. Dork man. Yeah, that's, you asked. Yeah. Um, he cut Act 1. Yeah, cut, cut Act 1 or... or I'm I am glad that we had this conversation because I've you know for ten years now I'm like what I see what they're doing why doesn't it work and I'm I'm glad that we finally kind of discussed it and maybe sussed out a little bit why exactly this doesn't quite come together because people just just like you or T people have said no see because it was about you know it, X. It, the real problem is is human beings and and they're scarier than the zombies which by the like, way but, every, every properly done zombie yeah, movie that's, that's yeah. Dawn of the Dead is yeah, yeah. That's, that's, and that's what a zombie movie will always be about and that's what I like about Day of the Dead because Day of the Dead is really all about okay seriously guys <laughs> what is the end game here and that's what Day of the Dead is about from start to finish um, so yeah it was nice to revisit it and really kind of dig into why it doesn't quite work but but as we said it is still it is still quite good and it still deserves to be thought of it, it for, fortunately it's not like a forgotten gem or anything it's yeah. it's one of the it's one of the landmarks of the zombie genre uh certainly and and just the horror gen- genre in general um of one of the the great signpost movies along the this way this movie and isn't think, underrated no it's not underrated and i i, I think it is perfectly <laughs> rated i think it's exactly <laughs> you know the only as other esteemed movie, as it ought to be you know the only other movie in the history of down in front you've said that about was well, star well, wars Okay. 
Anyway. Wow. <laughs> That's an interesting bookend right no, there. I'm just saying. It's just a factoid. You also well, said that same thing about Star Wars. All right, then. I don't remember. It is exactly as revered as it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Trey? Well, I I do like it. I mean, um, I, I, you know, but it's... It's just, it's, some, just, it's one of those ones where it's like, oh, this was so close to just being a complete home run. Yeah. It's just a little off, and I I haven't really given it much, that much thought. We, we, we came up with four or five alternate thematic ideas of this movie, which I never even got to the point of thinking what thematic idea it might have been trying to portray. And you can see that they're there. How much of it is reading in versus reading out, we won't know unless we talk to Danny Boyle. But, um, you know, it's like... Yeah, let's it, be honest. Even Danny Boyle doesn't know. Yeah, it's it's it's... Well, if he if he clearly was like, while making the movie, was thinking, what if we went to a hospital instead, and there was a guy in a cage, and and he was quarantined, but is he trying to keep everyone out, or are they trying to keep him in? And go on, ah, fuck it, I got nothing, you know. But that, I mean, he doesn't had no idea what movie he was telling. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, so if it, you can replace the entire back half of your movie, <laughs> yeah, with a completely and, different ending, but leave the first half intact, they yeah. probably don't. So zombie apocalypse, right? Except that they're humans and they're infected, so they're full speed. Great. And then shit happens and we blow up a gas station. Good. Well, we got to do other things, right? (laughs) Well, that's that's 25 minutes. So that's a good, that's a hell of a story. So, you know, it's, but I don't, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I kind of, on first viewing when I had no idea what what was going to be happening, I kind of was... I will say I, I kind of liked that it went to the mansion because I was getting like, well, I did not see this coming. <laughs> I did not see them go into this. And the fact that it is turning into this twisted and the girls are in their you know red party dresses getting ready to be raped. I'm like, wow, OK, took an interesting turn there. <laughs> um, and, but then it just got it didn't. I thought what I where I was disappointed was not at that point, but at the ending of that, which is like, well, if you're going to make that big a twist. You should pull it together even harder for me at the end yeah. by going okay, and that's and the, you know pull the rabbit out of the hat and go. This is what I was going for the whole time. Oh, you mad motherfucker! That's <laughs> genius. And it's just like, it's just and then the zombies come and they get away. Uh, you know, it doesn't. It didn't really yeah, quite gel that together. But we've we've isolated a whole bunch of ways where it might have. And and where, like I said, there's more thematic meat there than I ever gave the movie credit for. Actually, now that we've discussed it, I think it is really great. I think it's a great example of. Low budget filmmaking, and you know the whole idea of of you don't necessarily have to have great visuals, like we said, but yes, you do have a great have great sound. This is a truism has been around for quite some time. If the sound sucks, people will go. I'm done. I can't. Deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a friend of mine does podcasts, and I, I go, sweetie, you've got to move the mic closer to yourself because you're adorable, and you know it's you talking, and it doesn't matter. Ma- I thought it worked out pretty well. <laughs> yeah. not you, sweetie. No, I always thought it was, uh, I always thought it was cool that we. But it's just like you know, and and what she's doing is fun, but it's just it's you know, it sounds like she's doing it from inside of an iron lung, you know. And I'm like, no, you gotta get Trey. Maybe she mic. has polio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't really have an iron lung. No. Anyway. Uh, but so yeah, the good sound. You can kind of get away with not so good, not so good visuals. This movie could be blurrier. Fuck it. It, it could be blurrier. It could be blurrier <laughs> and grainier, and and still might have gotten away with it. So it's that's the new Dogma ninety five. I'll make it with two pixels. It's <laughs> two pixels, black and white. It's it's a. It's, was I saying it's a great movie? It's a great movie. It's it is a great. Movie, yeah. It is a great movie. And I I'm not. Although I recognize and I wish that they had, like I've been saying, just kind of ah, if you just couple more stitches to pull that sucker together at the end i would have been happier but uh, i i really do enjoy this movie because of for what it does do very well 
looking if you have the same DVD we do on the menu here, whoever approved this foreground roto on the newspaper fucking sucks. <laughs> just watch it. Just watch the edge of the newspaper right now. <laughs> just watch right oh, now. Yeah. Floating it, quite a bit. It's just what? What's going on, newspaper? Oh, Jesus <laughs> what Christ. Up, newspaper. Okay. VFX guy, none of what we said applies to you. You have to do your job right. <laughs> anyway, this has been Down to Front. You can find more episodes at downtofront.net. Subscribe to us on iTunes. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sure you're a nice dude. Woman, I don't know. I have no idea. Dog, the internet doesn't know you're a dog. Uh, down in Front. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Get a brand new episode every single week. Twitter.com slash Down in Front. Facebook, Down in Front. Show emails at Down in Front. Show at gmail.com. Go to the forum. Subscribe. Involve yourself in the conversation. It's amazing. Good people. Blah, 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 blah. Buy our shirts. Give us money. Holden Hill. Teague Christ. Ryan Finnefter. Mike Scott. Trace Dokes. This has been Down in Front. Thank you much for listening. Roto, your newspaper's better at night. <laughs> yeah, I'm just really, staring at it. It's just awful. That it's, really it, is it, probably like six keyframes. It draws it's the eye. It's really, really bad. I can't actually tell. <laughs> Not only oh, that, no, no, there's okay. that and green spill is what I'm seeing. How on is there both? The green spill I think it's been rotoed from another shot where there was grass or trees or something behind it, and that's okay. what we're seeing when the All edge right. is not quite matching. Okay, fair enough. 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 Trendsinyourhead.com.